You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Another one. So I feel like another one. It's another one. 450-something of these, Barry Bonds. these motherfuckers just coming out. Hey, if you're like listening, like if your first episode ever was last episode, The Legend of Zelda, <laughs> just go ahead and re-listen to that because we are not going to be able to top that. Mm-mm. Unless you want to lead with ass-eating stories. You're out of Kraken, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of Kraken, but I'm, I do have I'm out of Kraken, and Lich is out of patience, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, we are done with the the games in the NES Classic, so I guess now this would be Zelda 2, so t- technically we're done. We did all the games, yeah, but we're done. There, was, there was one more NES game we're just doing whatever on we the want. list, so. Well, we already did Zelda 2. Yeah. We're just doing whatever the so fuck we soon. want. So a game that I, I requested or I mentioned a long time ago, we're going to be covering this week. Did I mention it a long time ago? I don't know. Probably. I don't uh, listen to everything you say. That's wrong. I don't listen to everything <laughs> I say. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about, for the NES, I'm sure this came out on multiple platforms. Oh, yeah, it did. the NES version. Yes. Of Solomon's Key. Yeah, and we're actually doing this one because... Not only did you allegedly mention it a long time mm-hmm. ago, but it's I might also- have mentioned just the, playing the game a long time ago. Maybe yeah. not recording it. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it was also in the Famicom Mini, ah. the Japanese version of the NES Classic. Gotcha. So it's on the list of their, the games they got in Japan, mm-hmm. along with the sumo wrestling game that I want to play. Yeah. Um, and I found a way to play it. So if we want to do that, I'm just saying, if we want to do, do an week? episode, I mean, I'm down. Okay. I'm down. It, it's Done. Another, it's another Tecmo game, uh, and it looks fucking awesome. I don't know All right. anything about sumo wrestling other than it's one giant dude trying to push another giant dude out <laughs> just of a circle. That's yeah, that's all I know about sumo wrestling. <laughs> E-Honda, and then like um, just the little bits and pieces I've picked up from anime and stuff like that. Yeah. That's all I know. I am going to do that next week. All right. Let's set, it, set it in stone. All right. It shall be done. I believe it is called... That's a sumo wrestling game. Close. <laughs> Supari Ozumo. Oh, okay. And I think that's just super sumo wrestling, right? right or a, sure. What does Ozumo mean? We'll get into it next episode. Yeah, yeah there you go. We'll save it for the actual <laughs> right? episode. Let's do this episode actually on that game, but uh, just, just <laughs> supposing what it's about and why. Yeah. <laughs> there is no Dave Reads from Wikipedia segment for that game. There is just Dave and Tyler make shit just. up on the spot. <laughs> Networks. I, I did see some gameplay for it. It looks it it looks like a game we are going to struggle to talk about. Okay, but it does perfect. Look, it does look fun perfect. to play. <laughs> like the sumo rest. Yeah, we'll get it next episode. <laughs> I gotta, I'm just joking about doing that episode now. I tricked myself. <laughs> but before all, all of Solomon's key goodness, I'm your bearded host, Tyler. What's up, man? Not not a lot. Yeah, I've just there's. Over Zelda and our Roseanne Patreon episode, I sort of sprinkled through it. I'm not sure how much of the story I've told because I was trying to hold back on it for an episode with me and you to, to tell it as my intro. 
Oh, just a you and me? Yeah, or not, a, or not necessarily just you and me. This but is an intimate story? It's, very, it's so intimate. You didn't feel comfortable telling it in front, no. of, in front of Brandon so in front or Josh? Of, no, in front of people. No. I get it. No. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, this is just a story for me and our internet friends. Yes. Us and hopefully around 5,000 people maximum. Probably not for this one. Down, 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 down. <laughs> but, because... Uh, or like at the last of April, Ava had her slumber party. And I talked it in the Roseanne episode, yeah, I, I talked am. at length about Circus Skate. Circus Skate, right? About yeah. The fucked up institution With the that guy is there. the Murray Circus Skate. The hey, guy who runs Circus Skate. Hey, you want to <laughs> rent some skates? They're broken and they cost a lot of, a lot of money, Dad. Come on. Hey, if you like those impressions, you should check us out on Patreon, or Roseanne episode. It's what are you, eight-year-old Tyler? Uh, no, I got some kids playing hockey over here in the skating <laughs> rink, so no, your ass is not going to skate. Uh, did you bring your own skates? Oh, no, you have to rent your skates, and you're very small, so you can only see that little circle over there. You can skate inside that circle. Is this a real story? That, that is a oh real circle. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was such an asshole to me when I was a kid. Like, it pissed my parents off, like... Dude was just a fucking asshole. You had to so, skate in a small circle. Yeah. Did you do it? No. My, yeah, my yeah, parents were like, like, "No, we're not paying yeah. ten bucks a kid, and to have to rent your skates so they can skate in a circle, like uh, this sir, tiny ass little circle." We rented skates from you, and you literally strapped herds onto our son's <laughs> feet. <laughs> There's skates in some country. <laughs> in some some country. Do you have a birthday party? I have a birthday room. You can only go in there for twenty minutes. <laughs> You go in there, you eat your cake, you talk about your presents, you can no no gum chewing or or drinks, but you can have your cake in twenty minutes and come back out. You got a friend, you pay money, <laughs> you can go in the party room for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, it is there is a twenty minute birthday limit room in the birthday room. <laughs> <laughs> you do you need do you need some rubbers? Do you need some rubbers for the party room? <laughs> I mean, if you don't like being confined, I do have the dirty mattresses that have the kids all get finger blasted on. You can fuck on one of those, I guess. Hey, don't smell it, though. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't smell it. Are you a health inspector? If you're a health inspector, you have to tell me. It's the law. <laughs> I'm selling no food here. <laughs> or alcohol. Uh, because... Because like I said, Melissa has done birthdays are big holidays. She does for all the girls. Like she goes all out on birthdays. Okay. So she's had like five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five kids sleepovers for for their birthdays. Like it's always a big event. Okay. Right. So, sure. So Ava, that's a lot of fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fucking kids. So uh, Ava had a, a ten girl sleepover. That's a lot of girls. And Ava turned nine. That's too so many. It was, it was ten nine-year-old girls. Wait, um, including her? Including her. So she got to invite nine because she was nine? Nine. That makes sense. Nine, 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 nine. And then nine, they, played, nine, they played nine, I nine, walked nine, him nine. inside a ship and <laughs> with various weapons. They had to kill themselves <laughs> to get out. All right. Don't worry. All your uh, <laughs> The guy from Circus Skate, he taught me how to talk. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I talked to all your parents. They're fine with only one of you surviving the sleepover. <laughs> you know that giant garage back there behind the house? I have turned it into a murder hotel. <laughs> Full of dead kids. Full of it. <laughs> I studied H.H. H. Holmes very intricately. I have recreated his murder home in Chicago. <laughs> And all you kids are having a fun slumber party in it. I didn't mean for it to turn into a museum full of dead children, but I just couldn't bear getting rid of the corpses. <laughs> They're so sad to look at. But it nourishes my soul somehow. I don't 
I just can't part with them. The years that they lost, I then gain and will now live for 200 to 300 years. I've been doing this since the Great Depression. Because <laughs> uh, I recognize like either she's talked about most of the kids or they've come over something the night before. Because uh, already the, the, it got off to a weird start because uh, she invited a pair of twins. And there are too many kids for both cars. Rookie so move. Melissa, Never invite twins. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look like they're twins at all, though, which is all strange to me. But You should give them shit twins. about it. Allegedly, they're twins. I thought you were supposed to be twins. <laughs> you guys don't look anything alike. What's this? What and the, then start like picking them what apart the fuck is physically. This? <laughs> you know, your parents are probably lying to you. Like One of you's, one of you's adopted. Clearly they adopted. I want you to know. Probably the fat one. <laughs> Just go and get that complex. Just go and get that started. Which one of you? You're not as pretty as your sister, so it's probably you. <laughs> probably you. <laughs> No, it makes more sense they'd adopt a pretty kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Unless they're getting checks, unless the government's cutting them checks. Yeah, I think I think you get like an ugly bonus. Take an ugly kid, it's a little bit more. You get a better tax break. You get an ugly kid. <laughs> um, so I had to go, Melissa fit six in her car, and I was going to get four in mine. So I had to go get the twins, because they live close, and Melissa had already gone. All right. So I've been in their house before, so I get to, I get to their house, go up and knock on the door, uh, their mom answers. You're the guy with the the child corpse museum in the back. <laughs> yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> You're wearing like a serviceman outfit. I'm here collecting donations. <laughs> Got any adopted kids you want to get rid of? <laughs> or pretty ones. They're not worth as much, actually. Because <laughs> uh, I knock on the door. She answers it. Looks kind of confused. I'm like, hi, I'm, I'm Ava's stepdad. She's like, oh, okay. Hi. I was like, I'm here uh, to get the to get the twins. She looks at me even more strangely. They're having a slumber party tonight. What are you talking about? Good Lord, tell me you're at the wrong house. Please tell me <laughs> no, you're at the wrong I the, house. I was at the right house. <laughs> I was at the completely right house. But the girl, the the twins who have been talking to Ava and Melissa on the phone, they never told their parents. Did about not it. did not tell. No, they're like, oh yeah, we're good. We'll be home. You can pick us up. We can go. Did not t- <laughs> did not tell their mother at. Oh, <laughs> don't worry, Mr. Holland. We are very independent nine-year-olds. <laughs> we like to take the, our own destiny yeah. uh, into our own hands. <laughs> it's fine. It's no big deal. So, so I, I left. She was like, oh, I mean, I'm sure they'll want to go. What are you guys doing tonight? Uh, skating in the slumber party. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds fine. Uh, I don't, I don't know. They're they're in Mayfield right now, which is. You know, forty-five minutes away. <laughs> the kids are in Mayfield. Yeah, like yeah, they were like, no, we'll be we'll be home. Well, you can come get us. Blah blah. Now they're in Mayfield. Like parents don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, so I was like, okay, this is off to a wonderful start. Well, they are very independent. <laughs> thank you. They're, they're they're working their taxi driver job in Mayfield. <laughs> one drives one works the steering wheel, the other the pedals. <laughs> They're Uber. They're, 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 they're together collectively in they're Uber, Uber. <laughs> driver. They are Uber, yeah. You add us together, we're 18, we can drive, it's That's fine. right, we yeah. were built in the lab <laughs> by Uber to drive cars. So then we go to Murray, because uh, we're going to have take them to, to Mr. Gaddy's there, and then we're going to go to Circus Game. But wait, they're in Mayfield. They're in Mayfield. So you go to Murray? So You're we, like, fuck those like, kids. Yeah, basically, they're like, oh, oh yeah. okay, well, cool. that's where we are. Man, Bye. that's fucking baller. I love it, dude. You're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Never like, mind. I'm not waiting around. Like, nah. So, but their dad does go from Mayfield to Murray and brings, oh, brings them. That was nice of him. Drops them off. Uh, I would not have done that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm not that dad. I'd yeah. be like, well, Henry made his decision. Have fun in Mayfield, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> tell your tell your kids sorry. <laughs> 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 My son is not going to be nope. your, your kid's birthday. <laughs> 
uh, and so Melissa's already uh, kind of on edge because of that. And then, oh yeah, that would do it. Then you've got ten ten kids just going fucking nuts. Too many in, kids in in Mr. Gaddy. Too many kids, like running all across the parking lot, which like makes Melissa go like. Yeah, because they're gonna get hit by a car yeah, and die. Yeah, yeah, just just a gaggle of yeah, nine year olds. Sure, yeah. We get them in there, get them pizza, which is fairly expensive for that many kids. And of course, they just like all get a bunch of pizza and then just look at it and then go play games. And <laughs> <laughs> is now is Gaddy's a buffet pizza joint? Yep. Well, that's smart. Yeah, you did that smart yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you got to go to a buffet with nine, ten yeah. fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> we all went. Had they had a pre a, a prefix menu, five courses, You're right? <laughs> Uh, and then we got symphony tickets. <laughs> uh, I, I, this would be me at Gaddy's. Uh, she's five. She's four. She's three. Oh, we tried. We were like, because it was like, it was cheaper if they're eight or under. So oh, we're yeah. like, yeah, they're eight. Eight, 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 eight. Several immediately walk over. No, I'm nine. No, I'm 10. No, I'm not. Like, fucking kids. Fuck fucking <laughs> kids, man. I think the guy let us slide on most of them, though. That's the ticket that taker. Nice. So that, that was nice. nice. Um, so as as we're leaving, we have them all lined up against the wall. Like, make sure we have all of them. They have all their shoes because <laughs> you take pres- their photographs in case they get <laughs> yeah. murdered. Because for some reason, while they're all there, they just take off their shoes and have them at various places throughout throughout Mr. Caddy's. Wait, what? So the restaurant go- has them remove their shoes? Or no, 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 no. They just they just, just remove their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to. Man, fuck these shoes. <laughs> so yeah, they're just like get a bunch of pizza, take off their shoes, <laughs> run to the game room. That's it. I'm gonna take my shoes off, and I'm ten. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but the I did I did take Ava. I picked up because I took four of them. Uh, two once I met Melissa, and I drove four of them to Murray. I forgot this part. The one girl I've never heard Ava mention her name. I've never heard or Chaco Chica. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, no. I didn't even think about that. I've already had too much drink. There. I am not editing this episode. <laughs> You're welcome to Chaco add a cool. Chica. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody who actually messaged me anyway, I always use their names. I don't use their code names. Excellent, so. excellent, excellent. But on the way there, there's one girl, yeah, never mentioned her, never seen her, um, which I find out later the girl stole an invitation out of Ava's backpack, <laughs> and Ava didn't know what to do, so she's just like, all right, you can come to my slipper party. So wait, when did you find out that information? Um, like you're going to pick her up kind of deal? No, after, after we were here, oh, so after we'd done everything, and we were back here, then I found yeah. that out. Uh, because I find out, one, you should have bounced oh, her. she stole it out of my bag, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Um, you should have bounced her. You should have just fucking thrown see, her out of the house. Kid. Oh, Uncle she's, Phil style. Oh, she's straight a ban for the shit that this this weird kid pulled. <laughs> she's banned? She's banned. Like I, I told her. I told Chaco Chica. I said, yeah. she's never let in this house again. <laughs> that, girl, that girl, ban list. Hard. <laughs> I banned thee. Because, of course, like when, then when we get here, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this this shitty little girl. First. Yeah, no, please. Let's <laughs> talk about the shitty little girl. Look, man, girl. you let me talk about a homeless guy who harassed me for like three weeks. <laughs> please tell me about this terror, <laughs> this nine year old terror. Because, because I, I think she's kind of weird anyway. Because the whole time we're there, she's in the back seat with uh, with Chaco Chica, and she's like, "I'm your best friend, aren't I? Right? I'm your best friend. I'm I'm your best friend. Me." Because it's me, because I have to be. I have to be your best friend. And, Are you witnessing this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm driving, just like looking at the rearview mirror, like, what's going on? Because <laughs> Chaco Chica's in the back, just like, yeah, <laughs> okay. 
And the kid in Please the, don't steal from me again. The kid in the front seat with me, who has been over sitting up before, she's she's generally fine. Yeah. But she's which Melissa's noticed, she's like, it wasn't this I don't think this was a thing with our generation, but apparently with all generations of her kids. There's always of whose kids of Melissa's all the girls. Oh, okay, all of Melissa's girls. All right, that generation, that, that generation, the those linksters. generations. Yes, the linksters. There's always at least one kid at the sleepover who does not give a fuck about the other kids and only wants to hang out with the parents. Oh yeah, that's bizarre. Like, I don't yeah. remember that. There's one that like Melissa. Melissa would have a room where she would watch TV and uh-huh. stuff. While the and this girl would come and lay in bed with her and watch TV. Like there's always one. Okay, I was like kind of like that. I didn't want to like. <laughs> Hang out with the other kids, but I did want to hang out with their Game Boy or their <laughs> Nintendo, <laughs> which is kind of like so a parent. Sort of similar. Kind of like a parent. It is now. It, yeah. <laughs> you know, you leave that NES world on for a long time. It gets warm. You can rest your head on it. Oh, mommy! Uh, it's like being in the womb. Yeah, the warm bosom of the NES. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently that was this kid in the front seat because, like, as opposed to talking to the girls in the back, she just fucking stared at me. Stared at you? She just, like, every time I would look over, she was just up there just looking up at me. Uh-huh. Like, I'm trying, like, why do you listen to the radio? I don't know. She just fucking stared, <laughs> just fucking stared at me the whole, like, 30, 40 minutes to Murray. This kid. Should have tried to make her uncomfortable. <laughs> just stare, stare back. Shouldn't you watch the road? No. You know, I'm not a very good driver. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've only killed all of her other friends. Right? We've we've lost two kids. This was a twenty parties. kid slumber party. <laughs> um, but back to the shitty little kid. Please. After back all to the, the, shitty a- kid. All the after all the activities, I'll go back throughout the night. Throughout the activities, if somebody would, if the girls would do Did something, you call the them girls activities. I like that. Activities. I like it. There it's was casual. <laughs> Yo, dog. You want to come over to my place? Do some We're gonna tivities. do some activities. <laughs> <laughs> I got all kinds of activities lined up for us. First, we're going to play Smash Brothers. Then we're going to drink. Then we're going to eat some Smash pizza. Bros. Play some, Smash some, Bros. Some T-Winks. That's Tiddly Winks, but I say, yeah. I say you guys I say, stay I, short. Yeah. It's my activity. Dave the, style. T-Winks. We'll do some Dave style activities. Anytime the girls would do something that shitty girl didn't want to do, she would find a reason to cry. Like, no one liked her. No one did this. Someone said this. And she would... Until people would walk back over and pet her. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's sorry. It's like, oh, I know the kind of girl you're going to grow up into be. Exactly. Um, what kind of girl? I've just, I've known a lot of like at parties, just all, there's always the girl who cries, the pity factor, or yeah. the, the, the attention seeker. Like it's, it's not a good, it's not a good archetype. I got you. I'm not going to do well in these situations. So. <laughs> like, I don't, I, yeah, I'm not going to do well. Yeah. <laughs> Even at like the, the, at the pizza party, the the one that the one kid who wants to be with the adults always kept coming back over to the table and was like, "Go right. go play with your friend, <laughs> go play there. Don't sit here with us and eat pizza. Go." <laughs> Which like she comes from like a good family, like yeah. she has parents. Like I can think, oh maybe that you know she doesn't have a mom or doesn't have a dad, right. and you know she but, only no, no, has no, an NES. But no, no, she does. She's fine. Yeah. So I don't know where it's coming from. Is she weird? Question. Do you know she's an only child? I don't. She might be. She might be. And I just say that because, like... Then she's comfortable with... She's comfortable with adults. adults. Maybe more comfortable could, with adults than it. she is with children. Yeah. Possibly. I was in it. those shoes for, you know, 13 years. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. That might be why I preferred electronics over <laughs> the company of other children. <laughs> I get it. 
you and Ian and John Turley. I think all yeah. <laughs> you guys are you. All these other kids are gross. Uh, these electronics are nice and clean and fun. <laughs> fun. Um, so and then I, we do the rest. You know, I'll go back to him. But when we get back to the house, then Chaco Chica is like, yeah, she she didn't come to school on Wednesday, which was like the day. She did Thursday, but she didn't on Wednesday, and the party was on Friday. Okay. Well, why didn't she get to school on Wednesday? Oh, she had lice. Killed a guy. Oh, she had lice. Like, That's worse than killing a guy. Fuck. <laughs> she had lice, and now she's at a sleepover. She's with- in Brandy Jr.'s bed, just <laughs> rolling her head around on everything. You're just like, oh, God. shit. Uh, does anybody have a spatula? <laughs> My head is itchy, like, how do we? I don't know. She got to come back to school. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> No, that not mean only anything. this girl steal an invitation, mm-hmm. act shitty. Now she's got lice everywhere. From henceforth, she will be referred to as lice girl. <laughs> lice girl. Mm-hmm. And then what really tips it off is, I, I guess eventually the other because there there were some kids who had like soccer games and stuff in the morning, so they needed to go to bed a little earlier. So they stayed in in Brady Junior's room, and the others I set up mattresses and everything in the living room. They all slept together and watched movies. Yeah, I guess the. Majority of the girls like eventually caught this girl shit and didn't want her in there, so she went and got in the room where the kids were going to bed. Okay, which they were all soccer in there, like room. watching, yeah, soccer room, watching YouTube and stuff, and going to bed. It's like okay, she's well, gonna go hang out with fine. the sporty kids. I guess, I guess that's a smaller area for us to have to delice later. So okay, fine. It's spreading. Um, but what really the biggest shittiest thing that that ruined the slumber party was. While all the girls are in there watching a movie, everything's fine. In the it's, soccer room, they're watching a movie. No, the soccer room, they're sleeping. Soccer room, they're going to bed, yeah. Okay, and other everyone room. else is in the living movie room. room. Movie they're, room. Right. So we got a soccer room, watching. we got a sleepy room, we got a movie room. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And Lice Girl is in sleepy room. Sleepy room. All right. So what she does is she starts slowly on the wall. Pounding. So, of course, in the mind of all the sleepy, caffeine-addled nine-year-olds in the living room. Murderer. Yes. <laughs> somebody knocking on it's the front door. Yeah. They all swear they saw an old man knocking on the door trying to get in and get them. <laughs> Wait, what? That's, they all they saw they all, that? What, the one closest to the door who is like Chuckle Chica's best friend. This is like, no, there's no one there. Dude. She, she was the saving grace. But all the others. I'm back in, man. I'm back in. At first, like the beginning of the story, I'm like, man, this I, oh, this is gonna suck when Henry gets older. But now I'm like, well, you know, there was an old man who lived here before we moved in. What did you say that old man looked like? <laughs> oh, that's that matches that description. But oh, that can't man. be possible because he got his head stuck in the garbage disposal and lost it and died. <laughs> he just needs. Ten iPhones <laughs> to reassemble his head. <laughs> Give me your iPhones quick. I have to scatter them. Because <laughs> they all do. They all have smartphones. That kind of blows my mind. So Yeah. Except Choco Chica. She does not. No, you refuse? Or Melissa refuses? Uh, I mean, she has a tablet that she can do stuff on. She doesn't have a cell phone. Henry's yet. got a tablet, too. Cell phone. I don't know, man. She I can, can s- use most of the functions on... I mean, she can make Wi-Fi calls and stuff yeah, like that yeah. on her tablet. So... I don't feel like she really frog. Needs, she needs one. Yeah. <laughs> she has an Amazon. It's a uh, Amazon Fire. I gotta call my parents. Give me that vegan spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this makes the room full of girls have a full tilt fucking meltdown. Excellent. I mean, so, for me, but not for you. I would. Gr- I would revel in it. 
One girl starts his like I'm not aware of this, but apparently she just started hysterically crying. Yeah. It's the first time she's ever had a slumber party, slept away from home. She hears this, oh, everyone God. else is melting down. And you just pointed at her, and you're like, you're gonna die first. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta buck up, girl. You gotta get strong. She likes little blonde gym. He likes little blonde gymnasts. <laughs> who who here is who here can do that? Thank God, no one here is a little blonde gym. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> it's you. Do you know what he mostly subsists on? Freckles. <laughs> Pommel horses and freckles. Uh, but before coming to get Melissa and I, I don't know, she freaks out. She calls her dad immediately. Little gymnast. Little, gy- her little gymnast on calls her, her dad hysterically crying. So then he calls us just fucking flipped out angry. Oh. And it's just like, where it's like, no one came to get us. We haven't heard anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Well, you should have been like, wait, what? There's a murderer? Hold on. <laughs> and they just hung up. <laughs> what? There's a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> Melissa's screaming in the background. <laughs> that, that would have been pretty good. That would have been great. But come on, man. But I go in there like. Why are you going to call all angry? I mean. Yeah, but like, could have called us, asked. Hey, and been like, I hey, casually, informally. Is there a murderer at your house? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I'll. I'll shoo him away. <laughs> Sorry, we just get, we get a lot of them around here. Yeah, let me get my broom. <laughs> get out of here. We got that. We had that secret tunnel installed into the Hopkinsville prison. <laughs> you know, sure I should have done that. Yeah, we get them all the time. Uh, the corpse. I've got traps set, but they're <laughs> smart. <laughs> the Child Corpse Museum does attract them, <laughs> but I refuse to get rid of it. I mean, I thought it was cheaper to fill it with labor to have it dug all the way to the. The prison where they could just get out and they just come right into the yeah, murder makes hole sense. with the kids. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> then you're not killing the kids. You're yeah. just picking them up. You're just <laughs> transporting the corpses to your museum. <laughs> but like half of them are just inconsolable. There is no talk, including Chaco Chica. There really? Is no, there is no talking to her. There was a man outside. <laughs> he is trying to get in. Yeah. We, we're, we're stupid <laughs> because there is a man out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is no like, mm-mm. No, okay. Do you have a gun? Nope. Do you have a gun? Damn, nope. I was going to say, because like, you could have just solved Give all this. Give it to her. <laughs> yeah, here, <laughs> if, if he you comes see him. Back. <laughs> look, I loaded this up. The safety's <laughs> off. Here, just if he comes back, just shoot him. Just point it. All, girls, get the other side of the room so you can point to the murderer <laughs> and she can shoot him. I was going to say, you could just get the gun, go outside, fire off a few rounds, <laughs> come back in and be like, hey, he's dead. <laughs> Everyone go to sleep. Put Melissa in a hood and act her act like she's dead, and I'll drag her through the house. Oh, I got him. I got him. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, wait. This isn't the guy you saw? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a different one. Shit. <laughs> you mean to tell me I got to go out and kill another guy? <laughs> Worst slumber party ever. So the two of them end up going home over the oh, incident. Oh, really? They two leave. Two just like, can't, can't handle it anymore. That sucks. Go home. Because uh, once we've like... Trying to figure out like what well, could have been the wind, could have been no. Like we figured out no, it was it was the shitty little girl. Like no, it she was, was a mad. murderer. <laughs> no, we figured out yeah, it was. Uh, it takes you a long took time. Two kids home, <laughs> and of course, like one of uh, like two of them have like they have to leave at like seven thirty in the morning to go to their games. Soccer game. So if it Football. if I were the parent and my kid had to leave at like seven thirty, I'd probably be like. We'll catch the next slumber party. Or, yeah, like, hey, go skate, go, go to eat, and then we'll skating. come and get them. Yeah, yeah, right. But, of course, they say, like, we'll be there at 7.30. She has to be in this game. So, listen, I go to bed. Like, after all this, it's, like, 3 in the morning. Good God. She gets up at, like, 
7.30, gets the girl ready, gets the girls ready, gets their stuff ready. Parents don't show up, do Not till like 8.45. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they didn't make it to the game. Mm-mm. No, she's like, oh, I had something else to do. I went to the dollar store, like... I had something else to do, like go the to the dollar you, store. Did she say like I don't? It was oh I. I, I mean, I get it. I, I would also be like, oh, my kid is somewhere, and I don't have to worry about that yeah. kid. So I'm just gonna do all the stuff that I want to do. Yeah, but if you tell a parent a time, right? Be or if they the tell time. you that time, yeah. And Melissa forgot to worse. put a time on the on the invitations. Was as soon as they were sent out, she's like, shit, I didn't put a time. So that means like all throughout time. the day. Oh, yeah. I got you. People are calling. And yeah. Stuff. Although the last like two summer parties that Choco Chiquez went to, that's what we thought about getting her a cell phone because like we needed to come get her or we needed to know where like yeah, where sure. the house was or something like or that. Or there's a murderer outside. Parents just wouldn't answer their phone. There was one we couldn't, we got her like, she had to go to a soccer game in the afternoon. Yeah. And we weren't sure where the, they. she rode the bus home with them. We weren't sure where their house was so we kept calling and calling parents wouldn't answer the phone like this happened twice it's like <laughs> maybe we just need to get her a phone if parents won't turn on their fucking cell phones yeah. <laughs> so but eventually the next morning throughout the day they eventually all for the most part get picked up except for like the last there's two two remaining uh which is her best friend two of her best friends and they were the best behaved so they got to stay again Saturday night. Everything was everything was fine at that point. I saw them, but yeah, because they were over when we recorded Roseanne. Yeah, and Henry um, wanted to be in that room with those girls, <laughs> and I couldn't tell if they didn't want him in there or me in there, <laughs> or both. It is possible that's both, because every time he would wander in, like, what's going, what's going on in here, and I'd be like, come on, <laughs> they, they don't want us here, I promise. <laughs> I promise you they don't want a three-year-old boy and a 36-year-old man in this room with them. <laughs> we'll split it in the middle. Come on. All right. Uh, but the rest of the story is, you know, the the mess that was getting pizza. And then, of course, it, the if you want to hear the entirety of the the circus skate story, that's in the Roseanne episode. That's in the Roseanne I won't, re- won't resell that. But on Patreon.com slash Tadbog. It is an incredibly fucked up place. It is. And so. there's a guy there. <laughs> yeah. So whatever happened to Lice Girl? Uh, her parents came to get her, which I, was, I wasn't I was there when her mom got her, because uh, Melissa <gasps> got up and let me sleep, and uh-huh. she uh, got all the kids out. But she said that the mother who came to got her was, quote-unquote, a real piece of work. Like, just one of the weirdest, strangest people she's ever met. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it makes a little more sense. When she picked her kid up, she was like, did you see that murderer again I told you about? <laughs> I said a gag murderer over here for you. <laughs> Do you know my uncle? He owns he owns Circus Skate. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you had to throw a slumber party. That so, sounds awful. So, I mean, Chuckle Chica had a good time. That's she good. She had a good birthday. That is excellent. But Melissa said it was by, by far the worst one she's ever hosted. So, uh, It sounds pretty bad. Yep. So the good news is you'll never do a slumber party again. Um, we'll just be a lot more selective about who she gets to bring. You'll be more selective on who steals invitations? Yeah, or if they steal an invitation, (laughs) just tell them no. Auto auto band. (laughs) Yeah. You're done. (laughs) We'll drop you off at the fire station. Send us a list of the girls you want to invite, and we have veto power over 80%. There we go. (laughs) That's good. I like that. Yeah. Which Ava knows outright, shitty girl, nice girl, no way, banned. No, that's no good. So, What's up, internet? I'm Dave. I'm your bespectacled host. I just want to clarify. There's yes. Lice happens. I know what happens. Lice, I, lice, baby. Again, if I was a parent and my daughter questionably had lice, I would also not let her go to a slumber party. Yeah, lice happens. 
It happened at my school. Um, okay, so let's get real. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had lice? I have not. I mean, either. So I feel like we can be judgmental. Yeah. We avoided. Well, clearly, we're better. We so, avoided the yeah. lice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, until, until, well, until Henry inevitably gets lice because he has be- beautiful <laughs> fucking hair, uh, it's going to Henry happen. has hair like that, uh, that sketch of Kids in the Hall where the, the mechanic. Oh, man. I'm not familiar. Which, which sketch is that? Uh, I think it's um, Cabbage Head. Cabbage. Well, it's it's a mechanic who's like, yeah, I spent all day working on cars with my boys, but you know the real pride joy of this garage. And he takes his hat off, and he's got just like a Rapunzel lock of curly <laughs> blonde hair. Yeah, they love it. All the other like burly <laughs> right. mechanics start combing Swooning, his hair. Yeah. And yeah. Kids got good hair. I wish I had his hair. Um, like that is like key feature. <laughs> key feature. I'm, I keep telling him. I'm like, look, man, you keep that hair. And uh, wh- whether you're into girls or boys, it's not going to matter. They're going to fucking love you because you got great <laughs> hair. I w- so when we were done recording the Roseanne Patreon episode mm-hmm. and Nikki, Henry, and I were going to get in our car, we had an encounter with <laughs> that damn murderer. That murderer, <laughs> a.k.a. the child that lo- – okay, since we're dishing on children uh-huh, right now, uh-huh, since we're yeah, just like yeah, getting yeah. real and honest about how we feel <laughs> about the scourge of America, which is mm-hmm. the Linkster generation. <laughs> um, just lazy, entitled, oh, no. filled with lice. <laughs> just louse, <laughs> lousy. Uh you have a child that lives next door. No, it's not your child. There is a child oh, who lives next God. door. Have Nikki, we talked about this? Nikki, this? Nikki, when I went to the bank. No, Nikki, she told you she spoiled she didn't. it. Oh, no, good. she didn't. She's like, Dave has a real good story about that kid <laughs> next door. That fucking kid next door. Tell, oh. I, we are not going to use his real name, of course. No. We'll just call him... We'll just call him... Fucked up kid next fucked door. Fucked up kid next door. <laughs> that, that kid is bar none the most annoying kid I've ever encountered. Like, Who's, his sister told you that he... That his mom drank... When uh-huh, she was uh-huh. pregnant with him, that kind Which, of Which I don't know if that's true or he's just annoying. Makes sense, though. It makes sense, though. <laughs> it might not be true. And who has less patience than anyone else for him? My dad, <laughs> who he always goes up and talks to and asks, what, like, Randy? No the, way. the dumbest fucking questions. Like, hey, Randy, can I, can I fire that gun? <sighs> See my dad just, <laughs> just make fists and look down. <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot all sorts of guns, you know. <sighs> But what, what was your encounter? <laughs> so the fucked up kid next door, Nikki, Henry, and I are going to our car. He meets us. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, he was really cool with Henry. Like, mm-hmm. I could tell he really liked him. And it's like, I kind of, this is kind of a roller coaster of a journey because, like, I've heard, I've heard about this kid before. Um, mm-hmm. And from, you know, from you talking mm-hmm. bad about this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Of course, like, his, I think... Because whether or not, I mean, if if that story that his sister said is true, mm-hmm. then like, okay, not I, the kid's I, fault. I don't. It's not the kid's fault. Sure. I don't want shit on the kid for that. Right, right, right. Or the kid just could just be weird. I don't know. But right. like, his his parents that their parents split up. He gets he gets the kids, and as soon as he gets them, he's just like, I don't give a shit. And they just come over to our house, and they're just here like all weekend, <laughs> just 
walking around outside. Like he's your Kimmy Gibbler. I have to keep an eye because I, if even if I leave, if I if we all leave the property, they could get on our trampoline and shit. Oh yeah, and die. Hurt themselves, and then you're fucked. And we're yeah. yeah you're so fucked. I always have Trust to watch, me. and it's frustrating. Trust me. Their dad doesn't give a shit. Doesn't stop them. Doesn't want them in the house. Yeah. He doesn't want to fuck with them. So did I tell you the story about how I looked in my backyard one morning and I saw two children trying to climb into my pool? Oh, God. Which is I don't know. Okay, before you get all like Dave's got a pool, I want to tell you that I haven't cleaned this pool out in four years. <laughs> and it's an above ground You've pool. You've got a science experiment. So, yeah, <laughs> just it is a science experiment. I've been wanting to get rid of this pool forever. Does anybody want a free above ground pool? You're welcome to it, but you got to come pick it up. <laughs> Because uh, I do not fucking want it, especially after I look out the window and there are literally two children trying to climb <laughs> over the side of it in there. And were have... they crawling out? Had at this point had it produced life? And the kids were crawling <laughs> out of right. it. Yes, out of the uh, <laughs> out of the primordial <laughs> soup that is my swimming pool. I want to let me go ahead and bitch about that pool for a little bit. When we were buying that house, I told I told the realtor and I told Nikki I do not want that pool. Mm-hmm. I do not want that pool. Mm-hmm. And Nikki was like, I think it'd be nice to have a pool. And I was like, all right, this pool is going to be your responsibility. <laughs> and just like, just like um, someone who wants a puppy, she, yeah, it's fine. It's no big deal. Kept up with it for literally two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then like... She didn't want to get in the pool. I didn't want to get in the pool. It's like, why do we have this? It's a why ton do we, of fucking maintenance and work. And, and, and money. It's like, yeah. why do we have this thing that neither of us are ever going to use? And she's like, well, maybe we'll have a kid one day who wants to use it. And then um, I was like, well, then we can take them to the pool. <laughs> maybe we'll have a kid one day and like every time they go outside, we'll want to worry about them. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, stay in the shallow. It never mind. <laughs> it's all the same fucking six feet deep. It's all the same drowning pit. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. It's deep enough that you can drown in it, but but not deep enough for you to have fun in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are Nikki, Henry and I are walking to our car. We're leaving from our recording of the Roseanne Patreon episode. And welcome to our Solomon's Key episode, the episode that is all it's a two hour long advertisement for the Roseanne Just Patreon gr- episode. <laughs> that grumpy old man complain about kids and talk about the Roseanne episodes. Yes, exactly. We're walking as a family to uh, the car. And like I said, this kid, uh, he's been really good with Henry Like while while we were recording. And like he's helping him down the stairs and everything, which is really cool. I was mm-hmm. like, all right. I was like, for a moment, I'm like, you know what? Maybe Tyler's misjudged this child <laughs> because he seems to be really nice and helpful. He gave Henry like a toy earlier, and it's like that's really nice, and he like wants to be around him, and like that's really cool. I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe Tyler's misjudged this kid, maybe a little <laughs> bit. So we're walking to the car, and um, the kid's like, "Hey, can I look in the car?" <laughs> And I kind of look at Nikki and like, she's looking at me like, what? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Look at the car. And then he's like, is it locked? It's like, I don't know. What does it look like? I know if my car's locked or not. <laughs> Check it. <laughs> so uh, he, he checks it. It's not, a, it's, it's, it's unlocked. And he's like rooting around in the car. And I'm like, whatever. Uh-huh. There's nothing, there's fucking nothing in there. Like if he wants Nikki's like shitty, like fucking like, foil thing you put in the windshield that doesn't work (laughs) he can have it i don't give a shit finally someone will take this off our hands um so he's rooting around and like i guess he gets bored of that and we by then we got henry to the car and we're trying to get him in get him in the seat and he's like can i put can i put henry in the seat 
And I'm like, nah, he's got it. He kn- Henry knows how to do this. He, so Henry's crawling around, and the kid's like, what's in your trunk? <laughs> and I'm like, uh. And like, instead of lying like a logical adult, I'm like, I'm trying to like actually think about what's in the trunk. And I'm like, well, I think there's a case of Coke Zero in there. Can I have one? <laughs> it's really hot. It's really hot outside, and it's hotter in the oven. I don't, or in the, in the, in the oven. It's hotter in the trunk. I don't care. <laughs> it's going to be really gross. I promise you don't want one. No, I do. I do want one. And then at this point, I kind of look at Nikki like, what do I, what? Now what? <laughs> what have I done? Like, I'm in a situation now where it's like, well, I mean, I got to give him one, right? And so I was like, nah. I look at the kid. I'm like, nah, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. I can have them. And I'm like, nah, now I don't think you now can. I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, nah, I'm sorry. I, I told him, I was like, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't go insane with caffeine. <laughs> right. There was a part of me that was like, I should give him like eight of these. <laughs> just give him the whole pack. Here you go. You got to drink them drink right them here. now. <laughs> If, if these aren't gone in the next five minutes, I'm taking them away. I'm going to punch you in the stomach. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, no, kid, I'm sorry. I, I really don't. I don't feel comfortable because we don't let Henry have sodas and blah, 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 mm. all that. So then he's like, oh, okay. Hey, does Henry wear diapers? <laughs> uh, well, he's, we're, we're kind of potty training right now. So he, he's wearing pull-ups. Can I see him? <laughs> and it, like I look at this one, I like I turn. And, by the way, my lovely wife Nikki is just letting me handle all this. <laughs> she's just letting me. She's just. I'm off. I'm off the. I'm leash. gonna take care of the pool. You take care of this stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pool's my responsibility, hon. Uh, you take care of this kid. And I look at her, and like she is looking at me, like. Let's get the fuck out of here. She's looking at me like, you remember the lawyer in Jurassic Park when the T-Rex shows up and he like runs out of the Explorer? That's like how she's looking at me right now. And I just look at the kid and I'm like, nah, sorry. You can't, you can't see, you can't see his pull-ups. Bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> we get in the car and why I drive the fuck off. He runs after you like the T2. Right. <laughs> I want, I want a Coke Zero and look at Henry's pull-ups. <laughs> it's not a big deal. So, And, of course, on the way home, we're, like, talking about this kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so was that, like, I'm asking Nikki, I was like, was that weird or was that just, like, regular little kid weird? Because, like, he's probably, like, what, seven? Yeah, yeah, seven, eight. That's probably regular little kid weird. But um, as a father of one child who is three, it is – it. this is the first time – I've ever, if someone's ever asked me if if they could look at my son's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Not even at the doctor, they don't ask. They just fucking pull them fuckers down. They don't even ask. They're like, they're just going for it. If I don't lock my doors, yeah. he will straight up come in the house. <laughs> like, I've had to, like, his, his sister will rein him in. Yeah. So if she's around, it's all right. But, like, because she's totally fine. I, I like his sister. Yeah, she's yeah. welcome to come in the house and and everything like that. But not that I don't know what he will get into or find or hurt himself. Oh God, like, yeah. He no, can't. I don't come blame in you. Like no. he, he's because in the past he's like walked in, looked around, seen the pantry, just starts grabbing food and just like kid, get no, get yeah. it out. <laughs> when I was about, he asked me like one of the first times I met him, he was like, 
Hey, do you have any money? Why? I want you to go to the dollar store and buy me some trucks. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have a dad. You can ask him. No, he won't do it. I want you to buy me some trucks. No. Buy us some guns. No. (laughs) No. Now, if he would have just been honest with you and been like, my dad doesn't love me. Will you please buy me a truck? At that point... What, what, I mean, inevitably that's going to happen. Yeah. Let's go, give him two years and he's going to be like, <laughs> look, man, my dad doesn't love me. Will you please buy me a truck? <laughs> I don't, man. Will you I, please I give hope me a truck? I have moved or he has moved by the time that kid hits puberty Ooh, because boy. that's going to be that's gonna oh, be bad. If you think he's over a lot now, <sighs> wait till he hits puberty. Uh-huh. He's going to be over here every goddamn day yeah. sniffing around. What? Can I see? Do, do your four daughters have pull ups? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Do any of your four dollars wear panties? <laughs> All right. So, so Solomon's Key. Solomon's Key. You want to talk about Solomon's Key? Yeah. Which I keep wanting to call Solomon's Quest for some reason. That works. Uh, it's not Fester's Quest. It no. is Solomon's Key. Another one we should do. We're about. Well, let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. We're about 45 minutes into this yeah, episode. Yeah, makes sense. So, um, <laughs> which some people will criticize us for, yeah. but. The but the real fans others will enjoy the it. real listeners. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I don't like using the word fans. The real listeners, mm-hmm. they've enjoyed. They'll that. like it, they've and there'll it. be some who won't like how we've shit all over little kids. So <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah, we're in getting, our group. Oh, we'll get messages. Really? Yeah, Do yeah, you yeah, think yeah, so? Yeah, yeah. Oh, should we start over? No. All right. No, but it's who we are. So I feel like you get messages from an entirely different group than I get messages <laughs> from. <laughs> I feel, well, I feel like recently we've had enough growth of people that we're not super familiar with. Yeah. So I know people outside of. Uh, the core nation, yeah. you know, listen or, and are starting to participate. So uh-huh. some of them, are, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we will get messages. Ah, ah, if we do, <laughs> if we do, I mean, this is what we do here. Yeah. It's like uh, when we started this podcast. We're entitled, whatever the kid's situation, to be annoyed by kids. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, totally. And we have kids. <laughs> we, I, under, I understand and can sympathize, sure. but I'm still annoyed. <laughs> yeah, and it's fine. I think that's, yeah. Look, we don't, obviously, we don't really hate kids. I do. <laughs> I do. That's why I have four. I hate them. All right, you ready to get into Solomon's Key? Solomon's Key. Let's do it. Do you hear that, Dave? I do hear that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like uh, it sounds like a box car, just full can I, pull up. Can I look in your NES hole? <laughs> in your NES hole? Do you have any games in there? Can I see? Of course I hear that. A uh, small child asking if he can look into my nest hole, uh, which, of course, <laughs> ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay, guys. Sorry, let me do that again with more energy. Okay, guys. Too much energy. Hold on. Let me get in the middle. Okay, guys. There you go. Mm. Sweet spot. Mm, chills. I, shivers. <laughs> Solomon's Key, or as it's known in Japan, Soromon no Kagi. It's a puzzle game developed by Tecmo in 1986 for arcade release on custom hardware based on the Z80 chipset. One day we'll know what all that means, but right now we don't. That knowledge is lost to human history. It is better known as a 1987 port to the Commodore 64 and the Nintendo Entertainment System, although it also appeared on many other game systems of the time, like the Sega Master System, and the Famicom Disk System. Um, it was actually released on the Famicom Disk System pretty late, dude. It was like 1991. That's a... That's, okay, yeah, yeah, that is late. That's late. Uh, but yeah, so it started out as an arcade game, and then it wound up on the Amiga, the Amstrad, CBC. I don't know if I'm saying that right, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Amstrad, Amstrad, Amtrak, I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you can only play on Amtrak. <laughs> on Amtrak's, right. <laughs> they hand it to you when you get on. Uh, it came out on the Ataris, Commodore 64, MS-DOS, Famicom, Master System, the NES, and the ZX Spectrum. So a bunch. Came out on a bunch. You want me to get into gameplay, or do you think we can? Pro- we can probably handle we can probably it. talk about that. Let's do that. I had I had never heard of this game. Period. Haven't heard much people talk about it since I played it. But I uh, I got the Wii on 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 launch the first day it came out. I remember out. that. Yeah, I got the Wii. Uh, I was over at Josh's house. He had to go to work, so it was just me playing the Wii. I was very excited about it. Like yeah. I heard a lot about the virtual console, all the games you could play, and you I was know, like, like I made twenty me's of myself. <laughs> now what? It's like I'm gonna get in there and get the virtual console. I'm gonna I'll probably I'll download Earthbound and Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI, like thinking that's what the virtual console would be. Yeah, no, 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 that's no, no, not no. the case. I don't know, yeah, especially on launch day. Yeah, yeah. The virtual console was so fucking piss poor. Like, do you remember what was on there? Well, Solomon's Key. Ah, mm-hmm. which that's that's the high point. That is by far the high point. And then I think Bonk's Adventure. Yes, I remember that because I bought Bonk's Adventure. Mm-hmm. Which eventually we'll talk about on the yeah. show. And I don't remember we what the others to. were. Like nothing nothing that I was familiar with or enjoyed or anything. So like I'd bought like forty bucks in Wii Point cards, like thinking I was gonna like get all the games I wanted and have a good night. So I bought like four of the five games or whatever that were available. Uh tried all of them, hated all of them except Solomon's, Solomon's Key. Key. Solomon's Key is it is. I really, really enjoy this game. I think this is a great fucking game. So I was blown away. Like I did not expect to like it. Whenever I sat and played, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Play through the first level. I'm, eh, kept playing. Got through some more. Like this is pretty fucking good. This is a pretty fucking good game because you play a a wizard who can who uh, has a, a magic wand, and your primary ability is to create and destroy blocks. It's yes. like you have the King of Samaria from. Link to the past. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, when I was streaming this on Twitch, Miles Jacob mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Mentioned that like uh, Nintendo took inspiration from this game for Link to the Past. Uh. And I don't know if that was a joke or if that was truth or rumor or what, mm-hmm. but I can totally see it. Yep. Because, I mean, that is the what... fairies and... Yeah, mm-hmm. well... Well, I th- I think there's a weird relationship because I do think there are some things that Solomon's key that Tecmo took from Nintendo, and then I think later on Nintendo took from Solomon's key mm. because like the fairies and stuff that was all in you know uh, the Legend of Zelda as we covered in last episode, uh, but like the Cane of Samaria and like all that like that I believe its first appearance was in Link to the Past, mm. which came out after. Solomon's oh, Key. Much after, yeah. So uh, it works essentially the same way. It is a, I guess in Solomon's Key, uh, the main character, Dana, mm-hmm. uh, has a wand that makes wooden blocks appear. Blocks of wooden bread. Stone brown blocks. Yeah. Just brown blocks. Mm-hmm. Make brown blocks appear. Um, very similar to, yeah, the Cane of yep. Samaria. I'm really glad you brought that up. He has one hit point, creates, an, it's a one room at a time puzzle platformer where you make the blocks that you can jump up onto and climb, uh, destroy and fall. Um, you can get ammunition to shoot fireballs. They're pretty rare, and they're like one-use items. Like you said, you have one hit point, you can hit once, you're dead. Um, and the goal is to get a key to unlock the door and get into that door on every stage. Yes, and collect treasure on the way. Yep. The treasure affects your 
hmm, your score yeah. to say. Um, have you, weird question, have you ever read the manual for this game? Nope. It nope. is bonkers. The manual <laughs> is like, I don't know how it was printed. And, well, I, I know how it was printed. It was printed on paper with ink, whatever. But like, I don't know how it was approved to print because it is like, so the game is a puzzle game, but the bigger puzzle is figuring out what the instruction manual is trying to tell you <laughs> because it is not localized well at all. Awesome. Uh, and this game has like, I, I think it's because it was an arcade port. It has some weird um, systems in it. And it's like, so it's an arcade game. And like, I get that most arcade games are like, at the time, were score based as opposed to like progression based and that kind of stuff. So um, there are some like relics from that, which very much made its way into the home version. They have a thing in this game called GDV. Mm-hmm. When you come, when you die, when, goddamn video games. Goddamn video games. <laughs> when you die, as Dana, when Dana dies, I'm sorry, you mm-hmm. don't die. Well, I don't know. Maybe when we die, mm-hmm. uh, this happens as well. Um, when Dana dies, when you use your last life, and at the game over screen, you get your GDV, which stands for Game Deviation Value. Does that make sense? Nope. Of course it doesn't. Um, <laughs> and they try to explain, Tecmo tries to explain to you in the instruction manual what it means. And it is an absolute, it's absolute nonsense. It's like, I, I mean, it's like, here's what I was able to take from it. And I, I'm keeping in mind that like, this was written, I'm assuming with kids in mind, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe there were like, because I know that like adults, like adults gaming in Japan was a lot more culturally accepted um, than adults mm-hmm. gaming here yeah. in, in, in North America. Yeah. So, um, like... Basically, adults gaming here was just Bo Bridges playing Turtles <laughs> Right, the in the hotel room yeah. with the wizard. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love that scene, by the way, of the wizard, because like, I remember watching it and being like, oh, I wish my dad would play Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> but he never will. Paperboy, he's all about Paperboy. Uh, but... Yeah, it makes no sense. The the instruction manual, like, I can tell was, like, written very seriously for an adult in Japan. And then it was, they tried to localize it here. And it just becomes, like, like, dude, I understood more of the stuff on, like, a contract that I signed for the house than I understood, <laughs> like, what they're talking about GDV in the back of the Tecmo manual. Essentially, it breaks down to they uh, factor in all the treasures that you got and the fairies you freed versus uh, the life that Dana has at the end of the game and your how far you've gotten in the game, and they give you a score. They give you your <laughs> ranking. The minimum is 47, I discovered, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is sad because my highest GDV was 48, and I was feeling like pretty good because I was like, all right, on a scale of zero to 100, 48's almost the middle. <laughs> God. Um, I, I, this game is very difficult. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's fun and it's satisfying, but yeah. it's very, very difficult. It is a, it is a difficult game. Uh See, I think I got this while I was home for the weekend while I was going to culinary school in Louisville. Um, shortly after that, everyone came to my house for spring break. Like, it was my last my last year or my last semester at Sullivan. Everybody came up, stayed for a few days for spring break. You came up or came spring over from, Le- from Lexington. We let's, had a good time. Let's play we. <laughs> um, David Dacus of Kerfuffle fame. And uh, uh, the Adventures of Batman and Robin yep. fame. He, he came over and... Dykus is 
to put it lightly, Dacus is an odd bird anyway, uh, but he's very prone to anger. Like yeah. he can he can flip the switch, become dark Dacus that we sure. call it, very easily. Mm-hmm. And he's also extremely frugal, like like painfully frugal. So we're all sitting around he playing games. He's the star of Frugal Rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all sitting around playing uh, games, uh, Smash Brothers or anything like that. And then, but he's complaining about how he's enjoying himself, but he's worried about you know going out to eat and the gas to go all the way home and this and this and this. And I tell him, hey, I've got this game on my on my Wii. If you can beat it, I'll buy your gas home. I say, okay, what's this game? It's called Solomon's Key. He say, if I beat it, you'll pay for all my gas home. Absolutely. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm do. I'm going to beat this game. To be fair, I would take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> and and honestly, at that point, like challenge issued, I'd be like, fuck the gas. You keep the gas. You've issued a challenge for me to beat this game, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to beat this game before you beat this game. Think <laughs> uh, that's, that's not how Dacus works. <laughs> Because uh, he starts playing, we don't know. But the, there's a code in this game. Whenever you get the game over screen, you put in the code and you start back over where you died. Up A B. Yep. We, get you. we didn't know that. So mm. every time you died, you get like three lives, and then you start all the way over again. But if you collect ten fairies, which is very hard to do, mm, yeah. you get an extra life. God. <laughs> <laughs> you get one fairy, two fairies, fairies per stage, maybe. I think the max is like two fairies per stage. Yeah. But there are bonus stages <laughs> yeah, that you can get to true. where there are more fairies than that's that. That's true. I forgot so about that. So that is helpful, but I mean, still, this is a this this is a fair but punishing game. Could he have went out with us and had fun and enjoyed his spring break? No, 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 no. He was worried about the money. He was worried about the gas. So he spent nearly all of the time up there in Louisville yeah. in front of my TV. Playing Solomon's Key. Playing Solomon's Key, rocking back and forth, angry and screaming yeah. like a Fucking madman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, except for that last part. That actually sounds like not a bad time. So many times I would just see him pop up and fucking throw the controller. <laughs> he had to go outside and scream. He'd go outside and run. <laughs> you know, just just get fucking pissed and come back. God, I want that gas. So he can sit back down and play it. Western Kentucky man arrested in Louisville. Reason I, <laughs> being, Solomon's key. He's like, how many levels are on this? Like, I have no idea. I think he got to like level 15 or 16. There are 50 levels, so like he, 51 didn't, or he, didn't something even, he didn't even get close. Including the bonus levels, which yeah. there's like a bonus level per um, astrological sign. Mm-hmm. This game is kind of weird. It kind of mixes a lot of stuff, and I'm curious how much of it is because of localization. Because, yeah. like, you know, Solomon's key, like the the lesser and greater key of Solomon, <laughs> those are demonology books. <laughs> like, we're all aware of that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like... How did that book? How did they get that on a Nintendo? Like, you know what I mean? It's like one of those. Where he was like, a wise king. Okay, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yes, and what's all right? I know. Okay, so doing research. Song for this of Solomon. Game, it's pretty hot. We all jerk off into in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> there is actually there is evidence that uh, the greater and lesser key of Solomon was not actually written by Solomon because it <laughs> references Jesus Christ in the text. Oh. <laughs> and Solomon was king before Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. So, I mean, there we go. There you go. Oh, we just debunked demonology. Damn. damn. <laughs> I don't know. That's what Wikipedia told me. I'm not an expert on the greater and lesser keys of, of Solomon. I've only summoned, like, maybe two demons. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. They were baby Ever. ones. Ever. Yeah, they were tiny demons. 
They're more like the imp from Symphony of the Night. Like, it just followed you around yeah. and just said shit. They're pizza demons, essentially. <laughs> uh, although, while Dykus was playing Solomon's Key, rocking back and forth, like, I remember Shake was like, why are you, dude, just sit still. I can't, I, can't, I have to channel it. I, have to, I can't do this. Just rocking back and forth. And Shake was like, Shake will get like in, like, he'll focus on shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, dude. real bad. Oh, yeah. Like, um,. <laughs> Okay, Josh, if you had a racer's fave, is going to hate this because people might might mention this on Facebook. I don't know. But an example of Cockmaster Shake zoning in on one thing. Do you remember, like, for the longest time, he was Josh was Cowboy Burger Josh. Uh huh. Oh, oh, yes. Or spaghetti and meatballs, Uh Josh. Yep. Because why? <laughs> he would just get fixated on what Josh would order, order. from restaurants and, and we go out to eat. And, and like that is like, and I don't. No like, matter what Josh ordered, I, Shake matter. would always repeat what it said, like it was the most ridiculous thing oh, ever. Oh, cowboy burger, Josh! Like for Applebee's, yeah. no, I think I'll have the cowboy burger. <laughs> ah, what, Josh? Oh, just he slap his leg. Cowboy oh, burger cowboy Josh. burger, Josh! He just loved them cowboy burgers. <laughs> And Josh absolutely hates it. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I love Josh. I know uh, one of his hang-ups is restaurants in general, yeah, I feel he like. he doesn't like going out to eat right. or people watching him Or people him watching eat. him eat, yeah. right. So, like, that has got to be, like, <laughs> compounded with Shake, just, like, drawing an enormous amount of attention to him <laughs> in a restaurant. We're at Macaroni Grill. What would you like to eat, sir? Uh, I guess the spaghetti and meatballs. Boy! <laughs> Josh, you would order that. Oh, spaghetti and meatballs, Josh. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to send us down a meandering path of our of our friendships. Um, you were talking about Shake zoning in on yeah. uh, Dykus. It was increasingly frustrated rocking. with Dykus rocking back and forth and just looking at the TV. Mm-hmm. So I I'm at I have the comedic perspective on this whole on this whole matter because I'm in my room at my apartment. Like I can see through the doorway, which I can see the bathroom door. I can see Dykus playing, and I can see everyone else behind Dykus. So I, I I get I I say I have the comedic value shot. This was in a movie. It'd be from my perspective. Excellent. So shakes in the shower. Solomon's Key is directed by Quentin Tarantino. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in the floor. I think I think you and Jacob are on the bed playing like maybe Gears of War or something like that on my TV. Just hugging each other. Yeah, just hugging, just hugging. And Shake steps out of the shower. He's got a towel around his waist, and he's talking to the people behind Dykus. And Dykus is trying to concentrate on Solomon's key, and he's like, Shake, it's just, he, he, he won't look away from the TV. He holds up his hand to cover Shake. Shake, man, just like, go get dressed or something. I'm trying to I'm trying to play this game. Oh, really, Dykus? You're trying to play the game? And he takes a few steps toward Dykus and then just whips his towel off and throw, <laughs> throws it to the side. And immediately, every, I can just see Shake's ass and his legs. Mm-hmm. Everybody behind Dykus erupts into laughter. Dykus turns like four shades of red between like embarrassment and anger. And he's trying to play the key, and Shake is like right beside it, just like dick out, like, look at it, Dykus. Look at my fucking dick. <laughs> Shit, god damn it. <laughs> Solomon's key. Solomon's key. <laughs> you know, I like Shake. Yep. And I'm not trying to dog on him uh-huh. here. But man, he missed a golden opportunity to make us like a Solomon's key joke about his dick or something. Yeah. Something. Here's the key you want, Dockus. Exactly. I'm the key master. This is the only key you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the same spring break that uh, like one of the only, like one of the few times I've seen you get 
furious. Same, same, same one. Yep. You got like, <laughs> uh, dude. I don't think I've ever seen you. Honestly, I don't think I've ever seen you this angry. You had these trays, these mm-hmm. wooden trays. Yeah, TV trays. TV trays, which, I mean, they're really nice. Mm. They're really nice trays. They're very <laughs> handy to have around. you got one right now. I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, my laptop that we're recording on right now is resting on one, uh, which I imagine you only have three of those. Uh-huh, of the, of the, of the uh, set of four. Wood, yep. Because I remember being over at your apartment, spring break, Shake was uh, drunk, right? He was drunk at the oh, point, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I was, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was in another room, probably playing a video game, let's mm. be honest. <laughs> and so, like, I'm not seeing anything. Like, what, everyone else is in the kitchen around the, my dining room table or playing magic. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and this is like just. Like, if this were a movie, it would suck. But if it were a podcast, it'd be great because, like, I'm just getting the audio. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm visualizing everything that's happening. What I what I hear is, is Shake saying something about magic, and then everyone's talking about magic, and then I hear you, Tyler, not talking about magic. <laughs> You're like, Shake, don't sit on that. Shake, don't sit on that. Shake, don't sit on that. Crash, snap, bang. <laughs> God damn it, Shake. <laughs> what you don't hear is very quietly Shake going, tell her it's fine. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. Because like Shake does something that, dude, I can, dude it's pretty sturdy. He's trying to talk you out He's of it. He's trying to like, Shake, don't sit on that. Dude, it's, pretty, it's sturdy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty loud. I'm a pretty skinny guy. I can sit on it. It's fine. Shake, don't sit on that. Dude, it's fine. See, look, it's totally, I can sit on this. Shake. Puts all his weight on it, immediately breaks. Oh yeah, buckles. I mean that was the that was the funniest. Sound I remember it's like you're heard. done, you're, you're done. done. That was <laughs> you're it. Done. You're right. Oh my god, I love it. I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll remember that forever, just because it was like it's so rare to see you that upset. It's just because I saw it coming. Like, I know you this did. This is an inevitable yeah. outcome. Yeah. Like there is no alternate reality where you sit on it and it supports your weight. Right. This is a this is a locked TV tray. This is locked a locked point in time and space where this is the only outcome possible. That tray is your constant, (laughs) (laughs) not Penny's TV tray. (laughs) Solomon's Solomon's key. key. (laughs) So how far have you made it in this game? I want to say like uh, level nine or ten. Yeah, Maybe. I made it to 11. Which I didn't know the password. If I knew the password, I'm sure I would have made it further than that. But I didn't know it at first either, but um, Twitch chat was great because mm-hmm. like I got a bunch of hints. You I, showed up. I helped you beat one stage. You descend. <laughs> you descended like an angel from heaven and told me how to get past room five, which was amazing because it's like, if hey, we haven't mentioned that this game is a puzzle platformer. It is. Mm-hmm. It, if you've ever played like... Adventures of Lolo, mm-hmm. or maybe even Bubble Bobble. It's kind of in that vein. Mm-hmm. I know um, Drew of, of Barbecue Baron Drew of Hops and Heroes podcast. He was in Twitch chat. And he he um, mentioned uh, Mylon's Secret Castle. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, which is a game I've never played. I remember hearing about it as a kid, but I never played it. Uh, he That's said in it the angry video similar. game. Oh yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He rages it. about it pretty good. Yeah. Um, so like. These games, other than Lolo, um, these games are kind of like new territory for me mm-hmm. because like puzzle platformers are never really my thing. Um, if you're interested in spoilers, I really like Solomon's Key. I would, I wish that I would have had more time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an addicting game mm-hmm. uh, that I could have played for a while. But with that said, 
there are moments like Tyler, honestly, dude, if you hadn't descended from the heavens and told me how the strategy for room five at that point in time, I didn't know the continue password. So it's like, I kept dying at room five, Mm -hmm. going back to level one, getting to room five, still not knowing how to solve it. Trial and error, dying, going back to level Mm -hmm. one, getting to five, still not knowing how to solve it. Trial and error, dying, going back to level one, which I've seen people do it, uh, do it other ways. Um, like, they'll build the big barricades and go up the middle, you know, like that, trying to block all the dragon's fire and stuff like that, which I don't think is the... I don't think that's the good way to go. I almost, made it, I almost made it by just going quick mm-hmm. and, like, p- putting the blocks to, to block the... Uh, uh, technically, they're gargoyles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, the dragons appear later in the game. Uh, but the gargoyles, I, the reason I remember that is because they look like the ghost of Reptar to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other enemy in the game that sticks out is um, the guy who just punches blocks. Looks, like, looks, yeah, with a very tiny head, big feet, big, big fist, big fist. He's like Ginger Bluto. He <laughs> just like you, you lay a block down, and he'll come running mm-hmm. to punch it. Yep. Uh, which is bad because you use the blocks to essentially maneuver around the level. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta. Uh, the point is like okay, so it, f- it feels like a lot of the puzzles are movement based, where you gotta like build a fucking staircase mm-hmm. out of blocks, or you have to trap stuff in blocks so yeah. that like enemies so they they don't get you, they mm-hmm. don't get you and kill you. Mm-hmm. Or you like in level five, like the the trick I discovered was to build a put a block because it's. Like five gargoyles on one side, five on the next, going up. And if you make a block right beside them, they'll walk over on it. You right. make it disappear, they fall down and die. So, which is nice. It's it's cool, right? But like, here's my big complaint about the game: the game doesn't really teach you that. There's no mechanic showing you any of that, like right. Mega Man X or anything like right. that. Right, and that kind of sucks. And it's like. The, I read the manual, and unless I missed it, the manual doesn't tell you that either. So it's like, unless you know or accidentally stumble upon, oh, when I when I create a block right next to this monster, he walks on it, you have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. So that is honestly, like, that kind of stuff is my biggest complaint about the game, and I think that that probably stems from the fact that it is an arcade game, which was designed to put quarters in. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like there's a lot of that kind of stuff in the game, which is ported over to the home console, which I get it. You want it to be a good port, right? You yep. want it to act like the arcade game. But it is, it is, this game is obtuse. It is. Yep. Um, but with that being said, I think it's very fun and very addicting. And I, I honestly wish that, I wish I had more time with the game. Do you want to do a Solomon's Key Part 2 next week? Well, there is a Solomon's Key 2. Ice and fire, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it fire and ice? I can't something remember. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I haven't played it. I hear I hear that it's good. Nah, I, I mean, I know nothing about it. I haven't seen a screenshot. I haven't seen anything of it. Um, this was my first time playing Solomon's Key. I never played it before. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I am honestly, I know we're not to this segment yet, but... Should it be on? Should it be on the NES Classic? I, I think so, yeah. I think that it should. Mm-hmm. I think that... Solomon's Key is better than a handful of the games that wound up on the NES Classic. Yeah, I would rather have Solomon's Key on the NES Classic than Balloon Fight. Mm -hmm. I know Balloon Fight is like the bottom of your list. I feel like, yeah, I think that's the worst game on the NES Classic. It's it's down there for me for sure. But yeah, I I would, I honestly, yes, I would trade Balloon Fight for Solomon's Mm -hmm. Key. Uh, I I think the 
they're not a lot of music tracks, but the music and the sound effects I think are good and yes. satisfying. Yeah, it's yeah, I agree. I think the music is good. I was humming it at work today, which is typically a sign that it's you know yeah, it's a, it's a, a game. It, yeah, that's an earworm. Mm, yep. Uh, I think the graphics. I know this is gonna sound silly, but I think they're I think they're really good. Like they're good. They're functional. They're timeless. Like it. It's. Yeah, you can and, always play this game. And it's like the design is great because it's like, okay, so when you when Dana conjures, because that's what you're doing, you're mm-hmm. conjuring blocks. He's a conjurer. Conjurer. Yeah. But he also is an abjurer because he's banishing demons as well. That's true. So he kind of mm-hmm. does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And an uh, evoker because he fireball. is using the fireballs mm-hmm. in the game. Um, however, that's bizarre that it's called evoking because typically you – like I think in a classical sense, you evoke spirits, mm-hmm. um, not elemental damage, <laughs> but whatever. Um, yes, there are fireballs in this game. Uh, that's important to mention because there are points in the game where I don't know if you necessarily have to use fireballs, mm-hmm. but it is like super handy. It's much easier to uh, and they're like what like you can make is you can make blocks all day long, but like you have to collect. Uh, a vase with a fireball in it to get one shot of your fireball. Right. And there's like level one fireballs and level two fireballs. Yes. And my RPG hoarding tactics, like my instinct kicked in and I was like, mm-hmm. I never wanted to use fireballs because yep. it's like, I don't know, I might need the fireball later. Mm-hmm. I realize I'm on my last life and I'm about to die, but I might need this fireball later. If I'm <laughs> able to get out of this situation, I might need that fireball mm-hmm. later. Um, so the fireballs were kind of a sticky widget <laughs> for me. Um, but you can also, what's kind of cool is like the number of fireballs that you carry, that you can carry mm-hmm. is dependent on a scroll that's at the top of your screen mm-hmm. and you can collect treasure that extends that scroll. Oh, so I think that's, I, know that. I think that's okay. really cool too. Um, also, um, Dana is a transmuter. Because there are um, certain treasures, like the ones that are shaped like a diamond, Mm -hmm. that you can hit with your wand, and it'll turn them into other treasures. So I think that's neat, too. Also a thing that was not explained to me. Yeah, he's he's not a specialist (laughs) wizard. I didn't see him perform any necromancy in the game. Oh, Unfortunately. Yeah. Or divination. Ghosts fuck you up, so yeah. Yeah, the ghosts really (laughs) do fuck you up. But um, the, I love um, one of the I love the graphics. I was talking about that earlier. Like there are nice little touches that could have been left out of the game, but it it's included. Like for example, when Dana tries to use his wand on something that doesn't work, like for instance, like a metal block or something like that. Uh, there's great sound design because you hear this like tink sound, and then you get that like I don't know what it's called, but like those. That like anime radiation effect where oh. <laughs> where it's like it's like five spikes or something that are radiating out from mm-hmm. a point, and it's a it's a nice little visual indicator where it's like we see what you're trying to do, it's not going to work. So instead of you, there's no doubt in your mind where it's like, well, this will work eventually. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, nah, yeah. this there's nothing to see here. Move on, move along. So I think that's really nice. Yeah, uh, I like that there are. Multiple ways of solving each puzzle. There's not like one solution you have to find. Yeah, it's very cool. It's like, here's a room, here's some tools, figure this shit out. Yeah, you can do it the very hard way if you Mm -hmm. want to. Yep. Which I did accidentally. (laughs) A few floors, I'm afraid. But overall, like, it's, it's, uh, I'm sure I will never beat it, but it is a, I think it's a good game. I think it's worth anyone who remotely enjoys puzzle games to check out. I think, I think it's a very good game as well. I do wish I had more time to spend with it. Uh, alas, uh, I may have to revisit it later at a later point in time. 
the death animation. I feel like I need to talk oh, about too, yeah. uh, because that is also great. Um, it is agonizing. Dana dies like um, you know, like when Kathy says "ack." That's how Dana dies. He like arches <laughs> his back and opens his mouth wide and throws his head back and then like just drops off the screen. Like the Mario style. But no, 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 yep. no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. But instead of like, I don't, I hate to say this because you know I love Super Mario Brothers, but like Dana's got a better death animation than Mario does in <laughs> Super Mario Brothers because it's like, da- like when Dana dies, it's like, oh God, that God, looked like Dana. it fucking hurt. Yeah, he's in a lot of pain and agony. Um, the story is weird. We didn't really touch on the story. Mm, yeah. But it kind of ties into the name of the game, Solomon's Key. The The story is essentially, this is probably a thing we should have said at the beginning, eh. but the story is that there is a demon temple, essentially, uh, that has been, which weirdly enough has the Star of David on it. I don't know what the developers are trying to say, <laughs> but it most certainly has the Star of David on it. Um, it is, um, demons are coming out of this temple. They were sealed away. Perhaps they were sealed away by a rabbi. We're going to, we're going to give Tecmo the benefit yeah. of the doubt okay, yeah. and say that, yeah, someone of the, of the Jewish faith s- <laughs> made the original <laughs> seal, or maybe it's a Solomon thing. I don't know. A Kabbalist. Yeah, I don't know. Someone a long time ago sealed some demons away in a temp in a castle underground. Uh, and those demons are getting the fuck out. And um, King Lyra is like, Dana, my boy, you got to figure this shit out. You got to go to the, they call it a constellation. You got to go to the constellation mm-hmm. and figure this shit out. So that's what Dana's doing. He's, he's going there and doing the thing. And um, he's also rescuing fairies on his way, which is important because it plays into one of the three endings that this game has. It has three different endings. First ending, Dana seals the temple. No more demons are coming out to terrorize planet motherfucking Earth. Mm -hmm. That's the worst ending. Still a pretty good ending. Mm -hmm. Middle ending, all of the demons that are on planet motherfucking Earth get sucked back in to the constellation sign, and Dana seals it. No more demons on Earth. They're all in the constellation sign now. Middle ending. Mm -hmm. Best ending. In order to get the best ending, Dana has to find the leader, the fairy queen, in the constellation sign. If Dana finds a constellation sign, all of these endings are based on, like... Secrets. You have to find a certain amount Mm -hmm. of secrets in the game. This game is riddled with secrets. Like, I mean, like, so many secrets where it's like some secrets you can only find by making a block and then destroying it. And it's like, oh, look, there's a fairy there. I mean, shit that is just Uh, like, how in the world? Unless I... Unless I create a block in every available space and then destroy it, how would I ever mm-hmm. find this? Yeah. Um, which is, I get it. That's appealing for some people. Um, and it would be appealing to me as like a kid or someone who is like bought this game and it's like, this is a game that I'm going to play for a year. <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. going to search every nook and cranny. I'm going to find everything. That's appealing. But the, the best ending is you find uh, the, the fairy queen uh, and then uh, you send, you rescue all the fairies from the demon sign. You see them streaming out of the, of the constellation sign and then all the demons get sucked in and then Dana seals it and then it's over. All right. So I think it's cool that it has multiple endings yeah. that I'll never see any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, for, yeah, for an NES game, like you're right, that is pretty good. I like it. I like it. This is a good game. Mm-hmm. This is a good game. Yeah. You have any achievements? Uh, I have a couple. Uh, these come to us hot from Twitch chat. 
the first of which, the answer. And in order to unlock the answer, you need to get a GDV, or as we learned earlier, a game deviation value mm-hmm. of 42. Unfortunately, you say that. unfortunately, it's impossible, but it's still a, it's still a, a funny joke. It's fun. Uh, it's fun. And that's what you need to do to unlock the answer. That comes to us courtesy of, uh, I hope you don't mind, but I bestowed a title upon somebody, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Prince of Caps, Xander. Uh, we all know all right. Prince of Cats, Tybalt, but he is Prince of Cats, Xander, because he... If I were to break it down statistically, probably seventy percent of the time Mercutio. he's in all caps. Yeah, he would. Uh, yeah, he would totally kill Mercutio. <laughs> I've asked him personally, like, "Hey, would you kill Mercutio?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, all yeah, caps." Of course I would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all caps. That's nice. Next achievement I got: the key to all things is love, hmm. and this comes to us from Edge Lord Kyle. Uh, who gave us the key to all things is love. In order to unlock that, you need to pause the game right before you grab a key and send a loving text to somebody (laughs) using the word key. So an example of that would be in a world map full of legends, only your key could locate my heart. Uh, He also says, love you guys, and um, do send a message to someone you love just to let them know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Please, everybody, if you could, just send a message right now to somebody you love. Yeah. I would really appreciate that. I know Kyle would, too. Yeah. Next achievement. This comes from Cybershot1, who helped me a lot on The Legend of Zelda, I'm Mm -hmm. sure you recall. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't even see it coming. Coming is spelled like, you know, ejaculating. Ejaculate. Ejaculate. Um, And in order to unlock, I didn't even see it coming, you need to get hit by a spark ball. You, it's a monster in the mm-hmm. game. It looks like a sparky ball uh, that you released earlier and forgot about. That happened to me a lot. The balls kind of look like we kept calling them raver, raver balls. Like and like scrolled on the drywall. Like became like uh, just like a baby, like a tiny blip meme in the channel because it, to me it sounded like put the pussy on the chain wax. So put the scrotum <laughs> on the drywall became like just a, just a thing for a little bit. Just a little just just a little bit. It's dead now, but it was a thing then. Um and I've got one more achievement. I'm saving the best for last. I hate to say it. I hate to like choose a favorite mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. but this fine. but fine. this is my favorite one. This is coming to us courtesy of Time Lord Josh Edwards, uh who you might know from Techmo Techmo Bowl. Yeah, the Techmo I, Bowl I think episode. I heard of him. Yeah, have you do you know this guy? I think I've heard of him. Yeah. There is no Dana, only oh, Zool. Good, good. And in order to unlock there is no Dana, only Zool, you need to die three times on the first level, which is pretty easy to do. <laughs> the, what, when you said uh, talking about uh, uh, coming, it reminded me of a story the other day. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Melissa and I were in bed, and I was oh sa- boy, yeah. I was saying things as the circus skate guy, and increasingly <laughs> grosser things. They're really trying grosser out. What was the grossest thing you said? The one that got her was, uh, <laughs> "Hey, why don't you, why don't you let me go down and lick your vagina and get your cervical gravy all over my chin? <laughs> Just let me tri- let, let it trickle down my chin." Cervical gravy. Cervical gravy. New steam name. <laughs> cervical cervical gravy has joined the game. I fucking love it, dude. Do you have any achievements for this game? I have three. Uh, my first one is, are you fighting Ruby Weapon or something? Nice. You unlock that by using three level two fireballs in the same level. Excellent. I uh, like that. The next one is, you don't even have any bottles. Uh, collect three fairies. Okay. 
And the next one is Dana Belove. Uh, and that is collecting all the Zodiac signs with ah, taking the bonus level. We forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. The Zodiac signs are important, I guess, because this is the constellation mm-hmm. thing, um, which it seems a little bizarre because it's like, I guess there's some kind of connection between demonology and constellations or something like that. I don't know. But because this is the constellation sign that all of this game is taking place, um, each set of rooms... like is part of a certain constellation. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the game starts out and it's Aries. You're in the Aries constellation. Mm-hmm. And at the very last room of the Aries constellation, there is a symbol for Aries. If you collect that symbol, it's like treasure. Mm-hmm. If you collect that treasure that looks like the symbol of Aries, when you finish that room, you will be brought to the Aries secret area mm-hmm. where all the fairies are. Aries secret area fairies, um, <laughs> very rhymy game, uh, and if if you so a part of getting one of the good endings is you have to get each one of those secret areas. It sounds easy, but it gets harder because like the Aries symbol is very visible, mm-hmm. but like later on in the game, you remember those blocks I was talking about mm-hmm. where shit's just hidden in random blocks. Yeah, later on in the game, the symbols are hidden in like yeah. blocks, yeah. and you like you have to like dig them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. That's kind of a it's it's a nice touch. I yeah. mean, it, this game has a lot of replayability. Yeah. Like I mean, it, especially if you're not getting any help. This is the kind oh, of game Oh god, if you didn't have any help in this game, fuck. You'd be like 60 years old like yeah. finishing the game yeah. and like probably enjoying it, but it's like you got to dedicate your life to it like you would a fine instrument mm-hmm. such <laughs> yep. as a Stradivarius. Ten, I mean, it's just like 10,000 hours yeah. to master it. Yeah, I did, you know, I thought about having kids, but I decided I'd rather beat Solomon's, Solomon's key, key like mastered so, 100%. Look, I don't have to show I don't have to show any kid Solomon Key's pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I guess I should have also named it Dana's the new Ramza. That would have made that would have made it clearer. Dana's a new Ramza. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Tactics reference. Damn right. I like it. Before before uh we ask any questions, Dave. Yeah. I've got 10 for you. You got twin twin questions for me? Twin twin, twin? 20 questions. Yeah. You ask one a question, five, they both say five, yes. Five sets of twin questions. <laughs> Ten questions. They are so goddamn the same person. <laughs> what I have for you is the key quiz. The key quiz. The I'm going to fail miserably at this because I can tell you my uh, alcohol level, nah, my blood alcohol I mean, level. You know the names of 10 different keys, right? I don't. All right. Well, <laughs> I do not. The key in this book Turn small plastic figurines into people. Well, that's the Indian in the cupboard. That is the Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, or the indigenous Indigo. person in the cupboard. The, the, indig- <laughs> the indigenous native. Indigenous native. Indigenous native in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> in the armoire. Yeah. A key is wielded by Sora to defeat the Heartless in this game. Why should I know that? I should know that, mm-hmm. but I don't know mm-hmm. it. The key. Read it again. A key or a key blade. A is key wielded like by Sora. like Spanish. Like, no, like no, a, a, a here, key? here. <laughs> a a keyblade is wielded by Sora to defeat the Heartless in this game. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is correct. Thank you for giving me Keyblade. You're on welcome. The, the third reading, I appreciate it. <laughs> that helped a lot. A key was used to unlock a strange hatch in this TV show. Ooh, a strange hatch in this TV show. A strange hatch. Lost. Lost is correct. Thank you. Hatch gave it to me. I yeah. love it. That's good. That was the key <laughs> word. That was Solomon's key Hatch. of that question. Hatch. A key unlocks a secret door to further search for One-Eyed Willie's treasure 
in this movie? The Goonies. The Goonies well, is correct. Really, you know, number three, question number three about <laughs> Lost, very good. It would have been disastrous if I would have missed it because I made a Lost joke earlier on in this episode. <laughs> this, I don't see. And I love Lost. That's true. You do. I do love Lost. The key, This key is an arm that can loosen command an army that can destroy the world. It is a tat- Hellboy. Hellboy is correct. Yeah. <laughs> love Hellboy. Mike Mignola, fucking brilliant artist. I love both those movies. I think are very good. Yeah, I've never movie- really read the comics, but I enjoy the movies. The comics are great, dude. The movies, I think the movies are wonderful too. I'm very nervous. I hate to say I'm nervous about the reboot movies, but like yeah. I am, man, because it's like... I don't know how they're going to do Hellboy better than that because it's like that movie was so like the the first Hellboy oh, movie. What's his name is so is good. So as Hellboy. good because it's like all practical effects, and then mm-hmm. I mean that that it's not all practical effects, but it's the majority it's of it is practical effects, and yeah, it's yep. it's amazing. You get David Hyde Pierce in it. Yeah, you can't right. Mm. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's Andy Serkis, but voiced uh, by David Hyde Pierce. Wait, what? Because well, in the first movie. It's Andy Serkis doing the motion for the, really? the aquatic I didn't, guy, I but didn't it, know the voice over it is David Hyde Pierce. In the second one, Andy Serkis really? also does I the voice. I thought it was Doug Jones. I thought I thought I remember I thought I remember Jacob telling me. Huh. Okay, but I could be wrong. Jacob could be wrong. Jacob, you know, you're fine. <laughs> it's Jacob who's going to be wrong. Jack Sparrow needs a key to unlock a chest to get Davy Jones what? Pajamas. Pajamas. <laughs> uh, locker. Is the locker chest? What's in the chest? What's in the chest? Uh-huh. The black pearl? I don't know. <laughs> What's in there? Ship? Davy Jones heart. Harmonica. Damn Har- it. Heart monica. I don't. I, I, I never. That was probably in the second movie. Like the second or third movie. Third movie. Because like okay, so the third movie was a continuation of the second. Mm-hmm. I gave up on. I didn't see the third one. Uh, I gave okay. up on it. But yeah. they probably set it up in the second, where it's like his heart is in the. Yeah, the only way to kill him is to stab his heart, and he keeps it in a chest. It didn't catch my. Th- it didn't. It didn't hold my attention. I like the first movie. A yeah, lot. I like the first movie yeah. too. Second After one was kind of like care as much. the thing that threw. Like this is going to sound inconsequential and very petty, but like the thing that threw me off of the second movie is the fact that motherfucking Davy Jones looked like a mind flayer from D and D. Oh, absolutely. He was a mind flayer levels in pirate. Yeah. And it's like, nah. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm out. I'm yeah. gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and be out. <laughs> This key allows Randolph Carter to pass through a cave and become a boy again in this H.P. Lovecraft story of the same name. Woo! I've read a lot of H.P. Lovecraft, but uh, that's not coming to me. The answer's not coming to me. Could you read the question again? Randolph Carter, I got that, but that's not going to help me. This key allows Randolph Carter to pass through a cave and become a boy again Oof. in this H.P. Lovecraft story of the same name. Nah, I just don't know, man. My guess would be... I See, H.P. Lovecraft is weird because, mm-hmm. like... I mean, obviously. <laughs> but, like, two things I know about H.P. Lovecraft. Weird and enormous bigot. Uh, <laughs> but, like, he was weird because he was, like... Sometimes he would name things very plain names, where it's like, oh, he has a key that makes him a boy again. It's called the boy key. <laughs> but then other times he would like pull off, like he would name it something that's like completely the Renaclaus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like no one's gonna memorize that. So my, I guess my point is, I'm going with the boy key. Close. The silver key. The silver key. Of course. Sorry. A skeleton key opens the door to the attic. 
where a young goth girl finds a model town and ghosts in this movie. Beetlejuice is correct. Man, such a good movie. (laughs) In Harry Potter, a flock of flying keys is set to guard this powerful artifact. Ah, dude, I'm not a Harry Potter person. Uh, So let me see. What are the the artifacts in Harry Potter? Mm -hmm. Philosopher's Stone Mm -hmm. or Sorcerer's Stone, Mm -hmm. if you're, you know... Christian. Uh, <laughs> or wait, it's the other way around, maybe. Uh, the What else is there? Harry Potter and the, well, it may, might be a Chamber of Secrets. It could be. It could be um, Harry Potter and the, it might be an Order of the Phoenix. Uh, I don't know. I'll go with the Philosopher's Stone, although the, I do not remember that from the movie. The Philosopher's Stone is oh, correct. All right. The only thing I remember from the movie is the, the chess game uh, yeah. where Ron is like, I'm good at this. Or something, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but I can do this. Right. All right, the last question. Excellent. The key from this movie unlocks a secret tomb, or secret room in an Egyptian tomb, where it hides an ancient alien race's ultimate weapon, love. You had me until love, because I was like, all about Stargate for a minute. But, like, wait, love? Mm-hmm. Ancient? Could you please read that again? I'm so sorry. See, I'm, I've never seen this movie, and okay. I know... Nerds will blast me for having never seen it, but the yeah, key yeah. from this movie unlocks a secret room in an Egyptian tomb where it hides an ancient alien race's ultimate weapon, love. Uh, I'm going to get blasted, too, because mm-hmm. I don't know this. Uh, you're looking for the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. Ancient Egyptian tomb. Like the, When I think of keys in ancient Egypt, I'm like my mind immediately goes to Stargate. Stargate. So I know that's not the right answer. But Do you want a hint? Yeah, please. Oh God, this might be this might backfire on me tragically. Bruce Willis. Or oh Die Hard. I remember that scene <laughs> from Die Hard where he and Carl from Family Matters go to Egypt and discover love. An ancient alien race <laughs> and they used to stop uh Kaiser Sose. Sure. Bruce Willis in a nerdy movie in ancient Egypt? What? I don't know the answer to this. The fifth element. Oh, homie, it's been so long. I, I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I honestly don't think I've seen The Fifth Element since I was 11 or 12 years yeah. old. It's been that long. They're like so like, like the only thing I really remember from it is being like, Chris Tucker's in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, that guy is funny. And also the opera scene where like there's this like alien opera that happens like just at full length in the movie. Um, and it's like, for some reason that stuck out to me. Maybe it was because, um, I don't know, Final Fantasy Fantasy VI or something. exactly. But I don't know. Yeah, fifth element. Okay. There you go. Key quiz. I liked it. That was very good. You did pretty good. I did, yeah, I did okay. I mean, it's not 100%, so it might as well be a failure. It's like 80 or something like that. You're really good. That's all right. That's okay. Well, thanks for putting the quiz together. You're welcome. I have some questions for you. All right. I'm curious, Tyler. Mm-hmm. If you were to buy this game, how much you'd pay for it? How much do you think you'd pay for this game used, according to PriceCharting.com? See, I've never seen a copy of it, period. Me neither. I haven't either. Uh, sort of late in the game. I don't say it's a little more expensive and say $22. Tyler, actual retail value of Solomon's Key used for the NES at the time of this recording on PriceCharting.com is... Eleven dollars and seventy six cents. Cheaper than I thought. That's a fucking steal. Mm-hmm. Especially because I think it's only on like the Wii Virtual Console since they're all broken up into different store fronts. Like 
not on the Wii U, not on the 3DS, only on the Wii, and who wants to break the, the right. fucking Wii anymore? So yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good price for it. Complete. Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and read this one, mm-hmm. or else this will take forever. $29.23. Hey, okay. Complete. Not bad. Now, I do want to ask you these next two. Mm-hmm. New, how much do you think? How much do you think for Solomon's Key? New. According to price charting. $116. $339.41. Are you ready for the next mm. question? We All don't right. typically have a next question. Yeah, I don't question. know. What, I don't know what it is. Tyler, how much do you think this game goes for graded? Oh. Graded? Ooh. I'm not gonna tell you what the grade is, but it's pretty fucking good to be mm. sold as graded. $556. Tyler, would you believe me if I told you that in February of 2013, this game, Solomon's Key, sold on eBay, graded for $1,999. Jesus. Dylars. <laughs> Jesus. 2000 bucks, Two grand. Man. Okay. All right. Sure. That was like my first car in high school. Yeah. I mean... It's like all my it's cars. All my, yeah. <laughs> it's like my car now. Yeah. yeah. Now, I have not evolved much as a person. My social hey, status is the same as a high school. Your car's iconic, though. Chris Edler posted all those pictures of your broken, door, broken handle. door handle. Yeah, no, it's a legend. It's a legend that is slowly dying, and I dread having to buy a new car. I really do. Oh, yeah. You've had that for a while. I have, and the engine light has also been on for a while. Mm. The engine light has been on in that car for five years. <laughs> I mean, it's a Toyota, so I mean. Yeah, so that's like I brought it to – so the, I saw the engine light come on. And I brought it to AutoZone, and I was like, what's up? Hook, hook that computer up. Let me know. And they looked at it, and they're like, something about emissions. I was like, all right, see ya. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't know. Oh, Car aids. Essentially, there. Yeah, <laughs> your car, your car has full <laughs> blown car, car aids. Why'd you let some weird little kid root around here and give it car aids? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't take the Coke Zeros out of the back, did you? <laughs> I gotta stay hot. It's a vaccine for the car aids. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun today. Hell yeah. Kind of talking about Solomon's Key. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Half. Yeah. <laughs> a third. Ish. Quarter. <laughs> If you were to give this game a mm-hmm. beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it on a scale of beards, what kind of beard would you give it? I would give it the the regal beard of King Solomon. Himself? Himself. It's a good game. Yeah. You get to be a very wise, patient person. Oh. Like King Solomon. Like King Solomon. Tyler, mm-hmm. if you were to give this game, first of all, I love that. I love your beard, by the way. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? I would give it the wise glasses that are an item you can equip on Pokemon in Gen 4 and beyond. Of King Solomon. The wise glasses. (laughs) You remember the wise glasses of King Solomon from Pokemon? You give it to Pikachu, raises his attack by 10%. (laughs) Our special move attacks. Pikachu, son of Abraham. (laughs) (laughs) I bestow upon thee the glasses of wisdom. Yeah, and, I have a whole bunch of Pikachu on him for biblical characters, <laughs> and I dress up as God. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to do a Twitch playthrough where I do name all the Pokemon after biblical characters. You play all their right. Pokemon blue. Yeah. With all, 
This All Pokemon right. who reminds you of biblical characters. All right, we just caught a Caterpie. Let's open up numbers. <laughs> <laughs> On Alakazam, you are Abraham. <laughs> there has to be a random biblical name, name generator, <laughs> right? There has to be. And it can't be lame like Davicus. <laughs> <laughs> Snorlax, you are Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> I wanted to take some calls today. Yeah, we're probably running. But we're running pretty, pretty, long. Pretty, pretty, pretty long. We got time for one one call? Let's take one. One, one call. call. You know why I want to do it? Why? Because Douglas of Better Made, he left oh, a he comment on Facebook yep. that said he wished that we took calls, yep. more calls, during an episode. And, I, All right. and that is a thing that I wanted to do, Yep. and you I have failed plan. in that. And then so, we ended up talking about kids for 45 for, Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was a fun conversation. <laughs> it was a fun conversation. I enjoyed it. It was therapeutic. Uh, but yeah, let's get to a call. One call. Who's the lucky, who's the lucky caller? If it's Douglas, game, set, match. Yep. You done got us. You done got us real good. All right, here we go. This is coming from... 757, which I think is our beloved Adam. What's up? What's up? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Oh, you no. guys remember that? <laughs> <laughs> is Adam You tipsy? remember that? <laughs> oh, so good. Has Adam had a few too What's many up, Bud Dad Lights? Fog? It's your beloved Adam. Hey, Adam. And I just hit you with a late two, early 2000s Budweiser catchphrase Super Bowl commercial tagline. Next time, Adam. Okay, here's the thing. Adam, since Adam called us, I have his phone number. I'm going to call Adam at like four in the morning when I know he's not going to pick uh-huh. up. And my voicemail is going to be, bud. <laughs> bud. Wise. Bud. And he's not going to know what the fuck <laughs> is going not, on. It's going to be great. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be wonderful. Like what? I used to listen. I haven't listened to Tadpog in like a year. <laughs> I love, I love that we're assuming he's going to connect it to Tadpog even. <laughs> My area code is not the same area code as Tadpog area code. Ah. So there's a little twist mm-hmm. to the, <laughs> to the riddle. Like it never went out of style. Get uh, it? Awesome. I'm listening to the last episode of the Digital Trends Top 25 Sega Genesis uh, episode for Sonic 2. I've got two calls right now, back-to-back. One call that has to do with everyday life stuff, and then the next call that has to do with video game stuff. All right, it looks like we're going to take two calls in this episode. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) You remember that time I called calls claws? (laughs) (laughs) It was just now. So, first off, Tyler, I completely understand living in a town... Well, you visited Gatlinburg, but I live in Williamsburg, Virginia, which has a pancake house next to pancake house, which is next to a pancake house. <laughs> on on Richmond Road, stacks on uh, stacks on one of the, stacks. One of the roads in the main part of our town, there's got to be six to seven different pancake houses, not not including IHOP, but there is an IHOP. And the only reason why I feel like IHOP stays in business is because all these other pancake houses closes at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, So they're breakfast places, I guess, for old people or something, or just breakfast, and only during the breakfast slash lunch. How dare a restaurant only serve pancakes for breakfast? (laughs) 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 I just want to interject. How dare you, good Gatlinburg, sir? Where the fuck do they get off only serving (laughs) pancakes for breakfast? You know, you could probably make. We all know cookies are also for breakfast. Yes. They could probably make a sweet hamburger out of pancakes for buns. That's probably a thing we could do, you and I. We can do that. 
Dave style chicken and <laughs> pancake burgers. Our pancake burgers. <laughs> Our classic pancake and burgers. And then if we get Josh to order one at a restaurant. Oh, oh pancake, pancake burger, burger, Josh. <laughs> God forbid. Solomon forbid. <laughs> hours are they open? So it's frustrating at four o'clock in the afternoon when you're like, man, I want a freaking pancake. And you drive up to a place we have called called Astronomical Pancake. Astro- which, Whoa. man, these things are... I'm going to pretend he said astrological pancakes <laughs> and that it is fated that it's we played... exclusively pancakes it, in the sun of the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> right. The pancakes you find in the Constellation Zone, <laughs> perhaps. Can I get three cancers, please? Fuck, I hate making these crab pancakes. <laughs> okay, cancer's a crab. Mm-hmm. But unfortunate name for unfortunate name oh, yeah. for a constellation. It, it is my astrological sign. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That's a shame because I'm it's like, Cancer. <laughs> pre what eighties? Fine astrological sign to have, right? Because <laughs> the eighty, like the eighties, invented cancer. Yeah, like eighty one. Yeah, that's like that's when it appeared. Yeah, on the scene. Rock Hudson had cancer, then that turned into AIDS, and then Ronald Reagan was like, "Nah, son, nah." <laughs> <laughs> As he was to say about many things, "Nah, son." Nah, son. <laughs> <laughs> and then George Bush was president. And he was like, "What's up? <laughs> no new taxes? What up? <laughs> Read my lips. What's up? <laughs> that would have been great." freaking huge and you want one and they're closed and then you're like well i'm not going to go to cracker barrel or ihop because like you said i can go there anytime and i live in town so i totally understand that i would be remiss if i didn't ask a question during this call to give me the best chance possible of getting on an all call show slash patreon episode so you want a real episode baby surprise vacation if surprise vacation was a sexual move Sexual position or sexual innuendo, what would it be? Love you guys. Love you too. Although it seemed, it sounded like you said love you guy. Which one of us? Oh, just one of us. You, clearly. No, you. Clearly you. No, no. It's clearly It's always you, Dave. No, I promise. You're the, you're the pretty one, remember? <laughs> uh, I just accept weird sexual acts. I guess like surprise vacation, so maybe... <laughs> What is a surprise vacation? That's if when it, you come on a girl's face and then rub it in like it's suntan lotion. Holy shit, you were <laughs> fast with that. All right, okay, can I offer a variation? I guess or on her back, whichever. Whichever gets more sun. Here's my variation. <laughs> it's where you pull out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spill your suntan lotion all over her or his back, and then draw a shape out of it, like a smiley face, so that the sun burn forms a negative <laughs> image. <laughs> Once your seed dries on the field mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and it's washed off, the image is still left. That's a surprise <laughs> vacation. Or you can wear it on your nose, like Ugg there from Salute you, Your Shorts. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. You ready for a, uh, well, I don't know. That's an awful waffle. <laughs> <laughs> awful pancake. Oh, an awful pancake. Tyler. Let's take Adam's other let's, call. Let's, yeah, let's take, the, let's take the video game half. The video game half. Here we go. What's up, Tad Pog? It's your beloved Adam. Oh, it's Felt Adam. like it would be a good idea to go back to the old faithful introduction for all my phone calls. The last one was a little dated, if you ask me, especially now that it's been like 10 minutes ago or however long it was ago that you played it. Or 10 months um, ago. <laughs> so I've got a question. No, got you. comment. Story? I don't know what it is, but 
I don't have this thought super articulated, so I really apologize. Dave, for your sake, I hope that my call quality is top-notch. Let me check it. That way it covers all areas of loss in this conversation. Of of, of lost? I am a Nintendo fanboy outright. I love Nintendo and I love Mario games, and I'm not the biggest Sonic fan. And this is the reason why I'm not a big Sonic the Hedgehog game fan. All right, next call. (laughs) (laughs) Stiga Genesis advertised this game as doing what say uh, what what Nintendo doesn't and it's all about blast processing and speed and all of that stuff and they want you to run fast and jump high and go long and do all the things Mm -hmm. but I find myself when I play Sonic games and I do what they want me to do I end up running into spikes running into enemies missing things that I'm supposed to get trying to collect coins and I end up having to play it as a platformer like I would play Mario which in my opinion takes away from what you're supposed to be doing as Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog is not a good Mario platformer. Nope. But the more I play Mario games... All right. It's not a good Mario platformer. Uh, but it is a pretty good platformer, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think you and I probably disagree on this. I mean, I like, I, I like Sonic, but whenever he's not going fast, I just don't like... I don't like Sonic. Well, I feel like... Okay, so I think Sonic is a great... Like, there's... I feel like there's more of an exploration aspect to Sonic games than there is in Super Mario Brothers games or Mario games. Um, And I do think that the marketing on Sonic games was off because like they do like he's supposed to go fast and Uh like that's the point of the game, right? You Uh think, but it's not. The game is super hard when you go fast and it's almost like it's almost like you can't go fast in Sonic games until you've mastered the game. And once you've mastered the game, then you can go through it fast. But it's like the first 10 times, it's like you're not going to go fast or you're going to die for sure. So I, I'd, I'd be interested to have you play Sonic Adventure and see what you think of that because I do fucking love Sonic Adventure. That's on our list. I know you've mentioned mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure, and I would like to play it. I, honestly, I would like to play At some point, I'd like to play all of the Sonic games. I know. I know. <sighs> I know. Trust me. Woo, son. Trust me. I realize there's some real stinkers in there. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of oh, why yeah. I want to play all of them so that I can experience. I don't know if you've noticed this about me, but I kind of like to wallow in shit a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, the bad Sonic games, I'm probably going to enjoy the fact that they're so terrible. Well, Ryan, of my brother fame, yes. sent, me a, sent me a text the other day. I don't know what list you guys are going to do next. <laughs> But eventually, you got to look at the GBA. You've uh. already played about half of them, but I don't know about Dave. Here are his 10 that he'd love to be on. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. That's a great game. Fire Emblem. I haven't played the first Fire Emblem. Zelda the Minish Cap. I haven't played that either. Mario Superstar Saga. I haven't played that. Mario Kart Super Circuit. That's a great... I have a story about that game, yeah. which maybe I'll save for that episode. <laughs> Pokemon Emerald. Metroid Fusion, which I'd love to do Metroid Fusion. I haven't Fusion. played either of those. Advance Wars. I've heard that's great. I Which want to he, play it. He wants to do with Josh for uh, for that. Golden Sun. I haven't played it, but I want to. And Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. I played a little bit. I of love that. all the handheld Castlevanias. Yeah. Every one of them I think are fucking amazing. Yeah. So and I know he also Morrowind and Oblivion. He's been replaying the GBA those. versions. The GBA versions. <laughs> those those are just two other games I know he said you have to have me on these. So the thing about GBA has been mentioned before for us to do. Uh-huh. Um there are a lot of GBA games that I like to play. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put this in a way that I'm not going to get into a lot of um, legal trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm. It's hard to find those games, wink, wink. Yep. Some of those games are hard to find. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't run well unless you're running them on actual hardware mm -hmm. a lot of the time, which I think, I mean, is great for... Well, you might have to get a, um, a RAM extender from Hong Kong yeah. to properly play them on your R4. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard and allegedly may have done. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, you would never do something like. Know. You would never do something like that. So I don't know. That's my biggest. That's my biggest. That and the fact that it's like I wouldn't be able to do the thing that you allegedly have may or may not have done mm -hmm. in the past. I wouldn't be able to stream any of those games. Not Very a true. single one Very of them. True. Very <laughs> true. So that does kind of suck. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a whole bunch of games on that list that I want to play. And look, like I know there are some of those games that I can find on Virtual Console. That's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, like Advance Wars, for example, I think came I out think on Golden Virtual Sun Console. Too. Golden Sun came out as well. Not a problem. Not a big deal. But it's like some of those games. I don't know. I'd love. I'd love to watch you play like Castlevania: Harmony of Dissonance, Castlevania: Star of the Moon, Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow. All that shit. Castlevania, Portrait of Ruin. God, I'd love, fucking love to do Portrait of Ruin. We'll look into it, right? I mean, we'll look into Order it. Order of Ecclesia. You know, just all of them. All of them. All of them that also sound like magic cards. Be right, yeah. <laughs> Black Lotus. <laughs> um, because, uh, because you and I have reached the end of the NES Classic, mm -hmm. we've been behind the scenes talking about what we're going to do next. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think we're really ready to announce anything, nope. but I... I think it's fair to say that we want the the people that support us, the Patreon donors, to have some kind of say mm -hmm, in what mm -hmm, we do next. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll leave it at that, and then we're figuring out the the rest of the little bits, yeah, the bits yeah, and pieces. Yeah. Uh, but we have a few ideas that we're bouncing around. I think in the meantime, what I would like to do is just kind of explore some games that I've wanted to play or that yeah. we've wanted to play yep. uh, that we haven't been able to yet. Yep. So kind of our own eventually list. Sort, kind yeah, of, sort of. just some, some piecemeal stuff until we figure out what the next thing's going to be. Um, okay, so continuing the call, back to Adam. Games. Let's just use the Super Nintendo and Nintendo Eris Mario games. The more I play those games, the more I find myself playing them like you should play a Sonic the Hedgehog game because I'm running fast jumping perfectly and getting everything done in a matter of seconds. And the more I play Genesis uh, Sonic the Hedgehog game, I find that I try to play them more like a Mario game because I have to platform carefully to get through the level. And I will say Mario Brothers is a better Sonic game than Sonic the Hedgehog is a Mario Brothers game. Give me your thoughts on this. Let me know what you think, because I know you guys kind of grew up in the same time period as I did, and I think you're swayed more towards the Nintendo as I am, but appreciate the Genesis. Uh, so let me know your thoughts. Sorry if that was convoluted. I hope it made sense, because I think I might have really had some good thoughts there. Uh, if I didn't, I want you to know both of your penises are bigger than mine, and I love it. I freaking love it. And I love you guys. Thanks for doing what you do, and I'll call soon. Bye. Love you too, Adam, of course. I want to say this. I want to, I want to start by saying I love you too, Adam, but I'm about to dunk on you. Mm, do it. Mario games are all about the power-ups. They are. Every Mario game is about every Mario game. What's the big deal about Super Mario Brothers 3? Raccoon Mario. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that game mm -hmm. is like all about... that. Mario games are all about the power-ups. Sonic games are not all about the power-ups. Like, I mean, what are the power-ups in Sonic? Mag the, the shields, the different various shields... The, uh, the shoes, invincibility, fast shoes. Mm -hmm. What else you got? S super supersonic. <laughs> I mean, th that's the kind. Of, like, well, I guess my point is like, 
I don't know, man. To me, Mario Brothers, and I'm going to be straight with you, I prefer Mario games over Sonic games. Mm -hmm. I'll defend Sonic games because I do think that the 2D platforming Sonic games are fucking solid. Mm -hmm. Even the 8-bit ones. The, the the ones that came out on Game Gear um, and I guess the, the Master System. What about the one where you, like, fucked a human? That one I have not played, mm. but it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, to me, Mario games are all about the power-ups. I mean, like, that game from the very beginning, Super Mario Brothers 1, you get... A mushroom and Mario gets bigger. So I don't know. I don't really agree with it. Uh, as far as like progression, I also, dude, I also blast through Mario games at full speed. Like I got like the B button held down constantly in Super Mario Brothers 1. Yeah. Like there's not a fucking moment my thumb is off of the B button. Like if there was an option in Super Mario Brothers 1 where it's like always run, I would check mm -hmm. that and then just like go on my merry way. But so like I get it, but I think also a lot of that has to do with, dude, I got that game memorized. Like you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like I played that so much that it's like I do have the ability to just run through the game, and I think that's how Sonic games are too. Like I think once you get to the point where it's like I've memorized this level, you can go as fast as you want to go, and it feels good. Like when you go fast as Sonic, it feels good. When you're platforming as Sonic, it doesn't feel as good as you're platforming as Mario. Like, I, I'll give you that for sure. Mm -hmm. um, that's my take on it. Uh, so I think, I don't know, I think the crux of Mario games is 100% the power-ups. Like, remember the 3DS new Super Mario Brothers? Mm -hmm. There's a power-up that makes them, like, the size of the entire screen. I mean, mm -hmm. like, if that doesn't yeah. scream these games are about augmenting your character mm -hmm. like nothing else will. All the suits in Mario 3D World, like, yeah. The and yeah, Mario Cat Galaxy Mario. and I, I really and and fucking Mario Odyssey. I mean, you're mm -hmm. essentially everything that Mario possesses is a power up. Mm -hmm. So I really do think that's what's that's the big thing that separates Mario games from Sonic games. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I mean, I don't disagree with the fact that like like I said, man, if you give me an option, you can play. Hey, Dave, you can play a new Mario game or you can play a new Sonic game. I'm gonna go Mario every every single time because like. There have been a bunch of bad Sonic games. Yeah, uh, Team Sega, you can't depend on them for a really Sonic game. You, you really can't. Do can't. It. But regardless, I do love you, Adam. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Bless you. Woo! Yeah, that is it. We good? I think we're good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Find the show on iTunes, Stitcher. How about that YouTube? And YouTube, yeah. YouTube. I've started putting my Twitch streams on YouTube. Um, nice. Yeah. I felt kind of like torn about it because it's like, I think honestly, I think the beauty of the Twitch stream is like being there yeah. when it's live. Yeah. And like, I think that's where a lot of the fun is. But what bums me out is like this, for example, my entire run of Final Fantasy that I did on Twitch. Mm -hmm. That's gone, man. Like those VODs stay on Twitch oh. for like 60 days and then they're like, see ya. So I kind of wanted to have a permanent home for this stuff. Yeah, I get that. So those are on YouTube as well. Yeah. YouTube.com slash Tadpog, I think. Um, you can find them there. I've been wasting a lot of energy making stupid thumbnails for this, <laughs> too. There's, a, there's one of me, like, essentially with my arm wrapped around the blob from a boy in his blob. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, I like it. it's dumb, I like but it. it's fun. It's fun. Uh, hey, you want to send us something? You know, packages we can open, intro stories. If you don't like us, just, you know, to use your, your terminology, dunking on kids. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you can send uh, anything to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Duke, Kentucky, 42002. We've got a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to bring either of them to this recording, so apologies. We'll, we'll get them. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get them. To them. Eventually. You want to call us like Adam did? Mm-hmm. You can do that at 270-883-2555. I probably won't dunk on you. I'm <laughs> sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, Adam. Um, eh, I don't have anything. I'm not going to plug anything else. You're not going to plug anything else? I'm not going to plug anything else. Um, hey, do you want to listen to that? Uh, hey, you want to listen to that Patreon episode where we talk like circus skate guy for like <laughs> half of the fucking thing? Yeah. Uh, we do have a Patreon if you want to listen to that. It's patreon.com slash... Tadpog, I think. Um, <laughs> if you chip in a dollar there, you get access to all our bonus episodes that we do monthly. Uh, and it actually really makes us feel good. So, yeah, I mean, I hate to sound pathetic, but it I mean, really, it's, really it's no. the fucking truth. Pathetic um, me up, baby. I, it's Yeah. So if you want to give us your pity dollar, uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to thank a few people uh, who have uh, newcomers on uh, Patreon. I'd like to thank Nick Price. Nick, thank you very much for the new donate. Do that for the new donation. New donation. I know. I know. I am. Uh, I am an, in an undrivable state. Uh, and also, uh, Mason Schultz, thank you for very much for the new donation. Um, nah, all- nah. Fuck nah. off. Oh man. Fuck off, Mason. Oh God. Uh, also, hey, if you also want to help us out, but you don't have a dollar to spare, you know what you can do. That would help us out a lot. If you would leave us a review on iTunes, that would be pretty sweet. Preferably a five-star, and let's face it, if you're this far into the episode, you like us enough to give us a (laughs) five-star. If you're not a five-star person, if you're not a five-star giver, you gave up on this show a long fucking time ago. (laughs) So if you haven't given us a five-star rating on iTunes yet, please consider it. It, it. It does help the show a lot because iTunes is the biggest marketplace and that's kind of the metric that iTunes uses to figure out who it features and stuff like that. So if if you haven't done it yet uh, and uh, you want to help out, we'd really appreciate it. You do it on Facebook too. Yeah, you can give us a you can give us a review on Facebook. Uh, thank you to everybody who's done that, and thank you for everybody who's recently liked us on Facebook. We've kind of had a a boom recently, and that's been really cool. I'm gonna try to start streaming more gameplay on the Facebook page. Uh, that was fun doing that, uh, but I also kind of want to do like a Twitch night as well. So I'm I don't plan on giving that up. Yeah, either. You want a shirt? I'm wearing you one. Shirts? I am. Oh, wearing you get a Tadpog shirt. Oh, a Tadpog shirt. Yeah. What is it? Uh, no, wait. You got it. Tadpog. Uh, shirts.tadpog.com. Shirts.tadpog.com. That's yeah. right. I wish, I, I'm sure there's reasons why we can't, but man, I'd fucking love to have Sean Muldowney's idea. Tra- the, where I'd mentioned Charles. He put Charles Manson and then oh, the Tadpog right. sticker over his swastika. Yeah. I would love that to be a fucking Tadpog shirt. But I'm sure there's sort of copyright to that picture or some shit that we couldn't do that. But man. Uh, I don't Man. know. I don't know who took that photograph of Charlie Manson. Uh, it might be doable. I think it'd be a good shirt. I don't know really where you'd want to wear that shirt. I mean, would you That'd wear it? That'd be a fun shirt. It's a Tadpog prom. But that's it. <laughs> that's exclusively. It. Around the yeah. house. Right. <laughs> well, I lo- it's a great joke because it um he's covering up the swastika uh-huh. on Charlie Manson's forehead. <laughs> he's covering he's covering up hate with I Tadpog. I saw that I and I was like, it. fuck. 
fuck, man. It's really fuck good. Fuck, you win. He, yeah, he did. He won. We we asked somebody to do that, and Sean did it. He fucking did it. It's of Nerdy great. Thursday. That is his. He can. I'm going to go ahead and cash in all of his Tadpog points right now. Mm-hmm. They'll say, go listen to Nerdy Thursday. It's a podcast. There you go. Uh, that is very entertaining. Mm-hmm. That I finally called into. Oh, there you go. All <laughs> I right. I finally called into. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, we're probably forgetting a bunch of stuff, but yeah, that's well. fine. How you want to close it out, Dave? Uh, I would like to call. Uh, let, let's uh, let's summon demons actually to close out the the episode for us. Okay, is that okay? Yeah. Like so, we'll we'll summon the demons, and then mm-hmm. they'll show up, and then they'll say Tropical Capricorn. Okay. They'll they'll talk us out. Okay. So would you? Oh, speaking of demons, uh-huh. would you have been allowed to play this game as a kid? Because you came from a very religious household, yeah. Sol- Solomon's key. Solomon's key. Yeah, that, that would have slid with that. That would have like gone over everybody's that head. That would have gone with that, yeah. But like, if they would have known, yeah, maybe if they would have, if they would have known about not. the demonology texts, uh huh, yeah, no, probably no, not. no dice. But they just look like ghosts. So. What about the uh, astrological stuff? It's obtuse enough that I, I mean, gotcha. they probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't see it and recognize it for the most part. What about the wizardry stuff? That was all right. That was, was really okay. okay. You know, right. Like magic and shit like that. My parents weren't that because I feel like those are the three gates that like <laughs> kids from Christian and I hate to say like. No, it's fine. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean to say Christian, but like like um, Southern Southern Christian. Let's go there with that. Go. Like I don't and I don't even want to say like fundamental, you know. But like you know what I mean. Fundamentalist like, Christian is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but like those are like three big obstacles. I feel like a kid would have to like overcome yeah. to play this game um, in the eighties. I mean, just like, well, okay. one can't be a wrestler for me to be able to watch it. So, <laughs> so um, I'll. So we should go ahead and summon the demons. Uh-huh. Dominoes. All right, they're here. They're All right. Look, the demons are here. So until next time. Oh, you say that. Yeah. So until next time. Tribacon Capricorn. Oh, we summoned Steve Urkel on Yeah, accident. we did. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. We summoned two-headed Demonic Steve Demonic Urkel. Urkel bots. <laughs> Ur- A.K.A. Urkel Bortz. They're uh, actually um, Steve Urkel that's composed of aborted fetuses. Urkel Bortz. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's a demon. That's a, Look, that's a perfectly good demon. That's a perfectly good demon. You're right. It's a perfectly good 90s demon. <laughs> or uh, a monster from the D&D book Tome of Magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. God. Hey, before the two-headed Urkel demon leaves, um, <laughs> he wanted to. Th- it actually implored us to thank a few people. Uh, actually, to thank one person in particular. Hi, welcome to. This wasn't rehearsed. Clearly, mm-hmm. obviously, this like no one's laughed yet. Tadpog after hours. At, right. So, welcome to a unconventional stinger called. Oops, Dave forgot things <laughs> that he wanted to say during the episode. Um, I really want to thank William, uh, who did something really fucking cool this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a guest host on a radio station, uh, WKLH 96.5 mm-hmm. in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. who um, had an hour to guest host. Like He had to fill in classic rock, and he took song requests from Tadbog Nation and that's what he played. He he took song requests from the Tadbog Nation Facebook group, and he played those requests. He spent his hour with those requests, which is mm. fucking amazing. And on top of that, 
on top of that, he mentioned Tadpogs so many goddamn times. <laughs> I mean, it is just like, wow, dude. So that needs to be mentioned for so sure. Radio Lord William. Radio Lord. Radio I like Lord. that. So, yeah, there you go. There's your title. So, dude, Radio Lord William. Thank you very much. That seriously, when you made that post on the Tadbog Nation Facebook group, like that made my day. Like, I mean, that got me excited and I was happy that I got a song request in and, and mm-hmm. all that. So like that is really, really cool. Um, because you know, this is kind of radio that we do. It's just not, mm-hmm. you know, censored by the government. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, but Tadpog 2030 could be we're way n- We're different. not full Handmaid's Tale. That's right. <laughs> uh, also... Under his eye. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh, fuck, dude. It's so good. It's really good. So oh, I should fuck, stop everything yeah, and watch yeah. it. Yep. So, like, how many seasons are out? Just one, and they're, like, on the second season? They're on the second season now, like, two episodes in. Oh, so it's not too far in that I couldn't start, I guess. How mm-hmm. long are the episodes? I think an hour. I'm out. <laughs> worth it i'm out it's worth it oh good shit. how many episodes in the first season 12 maybe oh that's not too bad okay if you would have laid like a 24 on no, me or something no. like yeah it's too it's too cumbersome and dark to be like 24 well episodes. it's it's tough man because it's like you saying cumbersome and dark like i can't tell you how many i realize yeah <laughs> i i can't tell you how many times someone had been like you'd love this it's cumbersome and dark yeah <laughs> <laughs> you would you would love black black coffee. You would it's love it, dude. I mean, trust me, we've listened to you for five hundred fucking episodes. That's we're not even on the five hundred. But we are getting there. Uh speaking of things that are close to five hundred, mm-hmm. okay, so last episode, The Legend of Zelda, I got a little overzealous and I uh decided in drunken euphoria state that it would mm-hmm. be a great idea to enthusiastically name mm-hmm. off all the Pauls in the Tadpog community mm-hmm. that I that we have. Mm-hmm. I was like, here are all the Pauls. Boom, 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 boom. I'm not going to do it again, clearly, because I, I fucked wouldn't. up. I wouldn't. I, right, you can't blame me for that shit. Mm-mm. But that is like straight up rookie mistake, rookie fucking mistake. How many mm-hmm. times have we been on this show and, I, and one of us have been like, we're going to start naming all of the insert name here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it is a disaster. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Every goddamn time. Uh-huh. And maybe finally for once I've learned, maybe, but I doubt it. We'll be back in, we'll be back here again. And what's going to make this worse, here's what's good. Okay, let me go ahead mm-hmm. and say this. Here, I forgot somebody. I forgot a Paul, mm-hmm. an important Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgot an important Paul, and that is 404 Lord Paul Pig. Yep. I forgot to mention him, and I feel really bad about it. But even as I say that right now, I'm like, I sure as fuck hope I didn't forget another Paul because that's going to make that Paul feel even fucking worse that we took a special moment to say, oops, oops. We forgot about that Paul. Forgot about that Paul. The other Paul even fucking wasn't even a blip on the radar. See, I shouldn't have even said that. (laughs) I shouldn't even said that, Uh but I did. Um, This is just me. This podcast is all, and I don't mean this episode, this podcast, the Tadpog, since beginning to now, is really just a just a bunch of mistakes. Uh-huh. It's yeah. just a bunch of mistakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some of them are beautiful. Others are mm, not. Mm. Me forgetting Paul Pig, not beautiful. Not uh, so Paul, I'm really sorry about that. I I honest, I felt really, really bad about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I did. I felt really bad about that. Yeah. Yeah, so bad you're like, let's record some more. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, oh God, we need to record, we need to record a thing yeah. where I apologize yeah. to Paul. Yeah. 
And then just, and the kids everywhere. And, because <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Woo, we were we, tore into we were kids. mean to kids uh-huh. in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like too probably too much, but like hey. But some, that's us. Some kids it's mostly the parents. Parents that produce the kids that are annoying, it's the parents' yes. fault. We can we can rage at the kids, but we know. We know whose fault it but is. But sometimes what happens The kids are annoying, but that's not their <laughs> fault, it's their parents' fault. <laughs> Here's the can I you you realize this, Tyler, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Some of like the magical moments of Tadpog. What happens? The reason I feel like this show works is like this show wouldn't work without you. This show wouldn't work without me. Mm-hmm. And that is because like what happens is we feed on each other, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. you'll go one way with like, oh, I'm gonna make it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's kind of mean to kids or a kid, and I'm gonna be like. I'm going to pick that up and I'm going to fucking <laughs> run that as fucking far as I can. And what I'm thinking is I'm sure Tyler will dial it back. But what <laughs> happens is you do the same exact thing and then we wind up where we are right now uh-huh. where I'm legitimately concerned that we are going to get angry messages about the no, things oh, that we probably. said about, about children. Probably. But fuck it, right? right. I mean, but cervical fuck it. gravy. Right, yeah, right. Cervical it's gravy. It's cervical gravy. <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, uh, Edge Lord Kyle. Um, just want to say, hey, Kyle, we're thinking about you. Yep. We love you. We love you. Everybody just send uh, some positive thoughts, positive, you know, just think about Kyle. Think about Kyle. Yep. Or cervical mucus or both. Or bo- preferably both. Preferably both. Or demon Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. See ya.